Hello and welcome to episode 367 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And the man who accidentally opened a parcel that was main, meant for Dame Judy Dench is Tony Esmond. Bony Desmond. <laughs> and, and a name that was just come up with just a few moments ago and uh no doubt it could be it, it could be the sort of uh character name that's uh we had a listener question didn't we from bony desmond which we might we repeat did. later yes yeah. yes and uh bony desmond sounds like someone that you you'd see in the pages of comics such as mukbang bastard galaxia and future egg <laughs> so who, smooth. Are, who are all <laughs> created by our Wonderful guest, including yes. the, the left-handed horror series, which I'm a massive fan of. Welcome back to the show, Matt Simmons. Hey, one of our favourites. Your Masters of the Universe comic was one of the better things I saw at Thoughtbubble. The, the so. Cat's Bumhole special was better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's high praise, because Cat's is genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, hopefully the listeners are still listening after such a statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got to put a disclaimer down that yeah, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice I, I, I after you did that comic, Ricky Gervais did a gag in one of his shows, didn't he, about it? Clearly riding your popularity, Matt. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, actually. I, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh, well, you, your about, pe- oh, about um, Dench licking her own bum hole or something, wasn't it? <laughs> Naked plagiarism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you need to get yeah. your people onto Ricky Gervais's people, Matt. Get that sort know, of shit. Yeah, yeah, He's looking to get sued, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt is here for some awesome comics talk, as well as a bit, bit more info about a great indie comics event that you should check out. We'll get into all that good stuff soon enough. And um, the way we were talking just before the show started. Um, there could be some quite juicy topics. I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, juicy topics uh, <laughs> this week. Um, and Matt has recently got a puppy, so he may be mauled to death um, before <laughs> the end of the show. So, what kind of puppy is it, Matt? Um, it's a Cavapuchon. Um, I don't don't make up words. Don't make up words. Uh, yeah, w- when they told me what it was, I'm just like, I'm not saying that. I've already so many communicated to those this podcast, but yeah, so we asked anyway. But yeah, so many, so many people have asked. It's committed to memory now. I thought I'll never remember that, but every everyone asks. So yeah, there you go. Uh, most importantly, what, what's the name of said puppy? Lola. Oh, oh, yes. I um I was, comp- I was completely outvoted. I'm not I'm not comfortable around dogs. I've never wanted a pet. I've never had a pet. But everyone in the hell else in the house disagreed, and <laughs> there you go. We've got a pet now. <laughs> now Lola runs the place because yeah. that's pretty much how my life runs. Yeah. Oh yeah, mate, yeah. my dog Sharknado. He he literally throws me out of bed if he doesn't want me there. He's just a nightmare. <sighs> Yeah, it bites yeah. me in the middle of the night. Because we had a dog for several years, and I've never had a dog. I know nothing about dogs, and it was an absolute fucking crash course. Right. Yeah. Mm. It's a, it felt like playing the Benny Hill music. I was chasing them around like this <laughs> on a Sunday morning. It was like a five-a-side football team having a barbecue, sort of sausage, sausage, and egg, like everywhere. And he's just fucking going nuts. And I'm shouting, Ray! I'm running around. <laughs> Uh, amazing yeah amazing it's crazy my life's so disrupted now I, the other day i managed to watch the batman before doing the school run like that's how messed up my sleeping pack oh, is man. oh my god oh my god <laughs> well we're i mean we're all pretty messed up this week because as we're talking in the uk as we're recording 
it's the beginning of a heat wave. Yeah. So uh, it's not even the worst day yet, is it? We're yeah. all hot, bothered. Um, this my ball's really hot. Yeah. Why did you agree with him, about... Dan? Are you there? Well, we had a brief <laughs> discussion about ball temperature before the uh, show started rolling. Yeah. And I think we agreed yeah. that we're, we're over optimum temperature. On the yeah. yeah. They don't stop. They start working, and they're going to get too yeah. hot. Maybe you should rest them in a in a bowl of water as we record. If you hear a minor splash, that'll be oh, just getting oh, God. <laughs> Well, they say uh, Wi-Fi signals uh, interrupt all that, don't they? What, your yeah, balls? Like, uh, well, yeah. Well, I checked in front of the laptop earlier. They seem to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my joke. That's a Frankie Boy joke. <laughs> oh, God. Do you know where you will uh, find a place where jokes won't be plagiarised, though? I doubt it's comic house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got, it's got some of our work, our work on it and... We don't have an original thought between us. Um, but the Comic House are our lovely sponsor. They're in the indie comic marketplace with a difference because they love indie comics as much mm. as we do. Yeah. So there you go. So there's a, there's a reason for checking them out, but there's even more reasons. There's a huge selection of titles on their database. If you self-publish yourself, then you can add a profile on there, start listing your books on there, both in physical to help them just another avenue to get them out in the world, as well as digital because the Comic House app is definitely one you need to check out. It's like a subscription service. It's like Netflix for comics. Only £3 a month, and you get an access to an enormous library of digital indie mm. comics that's being added to all the time. Past guests, present guests, future guests, all kinds of guests. And uh, what sort of stuff is on there at the moment, Dan? We've got the History of Comics 1977, the Monster Cleanup Guy issue 1, Tom Long's Post. Uh, by Kev Cooling, uh, DUI, Drawn on the Influence, Volume One. I hey. saw a lot of DUI too. Uh, I don't think it's going under that title, though, is it? It's not what? issue two. I think it's it is. DUI. Oh, okay, maybe it is. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I saw lots yeah. of stuff in that, and that's looks fucking great. And we've got a uh, Space Crash Four by uh, Dave Hingley. Uh, Tony is bothering me about reading the story synopsis. Here we go. Oh yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, Earth is enslaved. Our heroes return to Earth to find it conquered by the Tachnids. If only they hadn't stopped at that space station. What they need now is a plan. Luckily, the engineer has a plan. An audacious plan that requires the help of the entire crew and the breaking of the Let's laws say of plan physics. again. Plan. Yes. Good. Plan, plan, plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. And we've got 40 pages in black and white by Dave Hingley, writing by Dave Hingley. And you can go check That's that out. That's done the full issue already, is it? That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Check that out well, as, as well as... Um, all the other comics that are available on there. If you want to find out more about um, the app and start your 14-day free trial, then go to comichouse.com. And thank you mm. to them for um, supporting the show, as always. Yes. Thanks, Pete. Yes. Now, we briefly uh, we briefly mentioned there that... Um, Dan, where on earth did you see a preview for DUI 2? I was at the Qvention. Qvention! <laughs> yeah. That's a, se- that's a segue to talk about it, so go on. Oh, well done. <laughs> go on, Dan, you start. Well, we rocked up, well I, I rocked up, not late, late, but uh, I don't know how long you guys have been there, but essentially I walked into the, the pub in East London and you'd kind of taken over this huge table in the beer garden and it was full of, like, uh, the paper people drawing on, laughter, banter. It was yeah. uh, an absolute great laugh. A good, a good laugh was had by all. So yeah. for those that don't know, because I've been sort of hinting at just putting the word Qvention on Twitter and things from our account. And uh, I'm, I'm sure people think it's something to do with Q, the QAnon. It was not, uh, although you're free to think that. Um, it was just because um, Cliff Cucumber, or as we like to call him, we like to call him, Dan? Hey. Keith. 
Yeah. Keith was over um, from America with his daughter, Alex. Um, and we all got together on the Saturday. And he said, I'd love to be lovely to meet everyone. So we all sort of headed on. I've got a list of names. Zach, Dave, Eamon, Alex was there. Simon, Gareth, Sarah, Dan. Anyone else you can think of, Dan? Have I missed out there? Uh, I think that's it. I think that might be uh, it. Yes. So it sounds Falpy. Like yeah. Oh, Falpy, of course it was. Yeah, of course Falpy was there. Yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was a good little good little mix up of people. Um, uh, started off, Sarah took Alex and um, Keith <laughs> on a <laughs> on like a street art tour, and then we went to the pub, and then we ended up going for a curry in Brick Lane. But they just put chairs and tables out in the middle of the street. It was a bit weird. Okay. Um, but we so we had a curry there, and then went on a tour for fly posted posters, and then I got home quite late. It was like a long day. You can tell in my voice, I got quite. A, quite a tired voice from just laughing all day. Mm. It's sort of one of those sort of things. It's a very sexy voice, Tony. Thank you, mate. We didn't discuss scissoring, so that was good. <laughs> That's always good. But Simon brought along some paper and pens, so everyone yeah. sort of drew on that. So if you have a look at our socials... That's a fantastic see, idea. Really yeah, like you'll that. be able to see quite a lot of um, probably one day very valuable artwork. Yeah, I drew uh, an incident from your life, Tony. You did. My, the, yeah. the, the incident where I had to say, I think you had an accident. Yeah, yeah, quite a famous incident. <laughs> and it was formed for me illustrating that kind of dot 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 in a, a, a speech bubble, and then going into another word to illustrate a pause. Yeah, nicely done. Yeah. Which, which, which you yeah. just did. Yeah, it was did. quite successfully done. Yeah, <laughs> nice work, guys. Yeah, so thanks to everyone who came along. It's, we'll probably do it again, actually. Maybe uh, not yeah, convention, but it was yeah. a nice little gathering of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people we know from the drink and draws and stuff like that. You know. And, Comics were swapped and a lot of a lot of beer was drunk. Um, yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, it was a nice one. I think yeah, one if we did that in future and you just brought along comics, you wanted to trade, sell. Yeah, we do that, in, can in we? The swap. Yeah, mm. yeah. Maybe it's the start of something. Well, Danny B, something more formal. Yeah, I'd be I'd be well up for doing something like that. Danny B's Danny comics B got a little comic got a little swap. Cheer. Yeah, he got a little cheer when he arrived. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. How did you feel about that, Dan? Did it feel natural or did you feel uncomfortable? No, I'm pretty much used to that kind of thing, to be honest. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. It's like the norm. The norm of the ACP. Every time Norm walks, it's the cheers bar. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course. So it's, it's excellent. Love it. Love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Good. He loves, so he next loves, time, he loves we, did, we didn't give much of a lead in for it. So next time, we'll put it a bit more on the socials. But yes. we want to keep it a little bit, yeah, little yeah. bit low key. But mm. uh, those who sort of regularly listen to stuff. Yeah. Um, shout out to John Otway. Couldn't make it in the end. It's a shame. I'm sure, I'm, I, I mean, I probably think that somewhere in the future there's an ACP Comic Mart meetup at some point that's going to yeah, happen. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That'd be brilliant. Um, yeah. If we can, because um, I want to get back to one of them in the in the future at some point. So, yeah. Um, so look out for the long, London Comic Mart and see some. Uh, ju- just do a little bit of research, and we. That's a nice. Yeah, one this one till August now. Is there? I think. Yeah, August might be yeah. a bit hectic. What with the bank? Because is, is it usually around the bank holiday, or is it the start of the month? I'm not sure. Actually, can't remember. Yeah. No. But it's only, what, two or three weeks away? Oh, that's true. <laughs> where's God. the year gone? Yeah. God, yeah. 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 Um, where's the year gone? But um, it feels like um, events are happening all over the place. And certainly there was London Film and Comic Con, which I haven't really heard hide nor hair of over the past couple of years. I know, no. yes, I know. there was It a comes pandemic. and goes a bit, doesn't it? There was yeah. a pandemic. But it's certainly one that... Um, People do table quite a lot at, but not every. Not, it's not necessarily the one that's mentioned that much, is it? Really, it's yeah. just sort of people kind of go, and they sort of, 
you know, it's they a will, showmasters event, isn't it? Yeah, they will post yeah. that they've done quite well or something like that. But it was a bit. Well, you read something about this, week, didn't you? Yeah, well, when I was kind of part of some of the uh, comic creator groups on FB Facebook, they were sort of a lot of the creators weren't very happy that uh, the position. I think they got stuck upstairs somewhere and was complaining that the footfall was really awful. And it sort of mind travels back to London Super Comic Con 2017. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was that long ago. Uh, where we were kind of put upstairs and there was very little signage and we got very little footfall. And you think, oh, God, it's any small press, press creator moaning about that. That was like when we had Dan Slot there and Bart Sears and they some big names there, but... Mike Norton, people, yeah. Yeah, people just yeah. didn't know they were up there. So they didn't go up there. That was a weird one, wasn't it? That was a sort of strange, strange one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, far be it from comic creators to moan about lack of sales, you know, yeah. it being down to someone else. But it did sound like they were all sort of stuck somewhere that people weren't going up to. Mm. I think was is, is the, the moan we've heard, you know. Mm. Um, I think Zach but, was saying something similar, wasn't he? He was because he had been there on the Sunday, Saturday, yeah, and was relaying similar info. Yeah, of course he, he turned he up to, after it, didn't he? He'd been yeah. to it, didn't he, that morning? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was saying how they've kind of got a bit of a short shrift. But yeah, yeah. It was also South London Comic and Zine Fair today, which I've heard nothing but good things about today. I, oh, oh, and right. Stanley Halls. I couldn't. Right. I had I had yeah. three days of events if I'd gone to that. I just couldn't do it. So I, I, I will yeah, go right. next year. I've always been to sort of previous type of stuff down there but yeah it looked really good so yeah I, I was watching some of the um, Instagram videos today and they looked quite busy everyone looked like they're having a laugh yeah nice. that stuff. sticks out in my mind because I was saying how like in this country we don't have it too bad and then two days later I was posting on Facebook how in South Norwood just down the road from that event this kid had got a butcher knife out and was going oh, after yeah him. that's right yeah so fucking hell what <laughs> didn't yeah. you see that video of like that was just was a matter of like 100 metres from where it was held wouldn't it but I yeah. mean that's South London for you that's, South that's, London, yeah. that's a standard Saturday yeah a standard weekday yeah if you go you used to have to go down the old Kent Road get in a fight have a kebab get in a fight and get arrested but if, if you got that in the wrong order that used to really give you the hump mm. you know I mean you used to be like just giving someone an absolute kicking but now like it's knives involved it's just absolutely outrageous yeah some, the world's gone mad you can't give yeah. someone a kick in anymore what's wrong <laughs> oh god my God! <laughs> One thing that doesn't change about the world, though, is the fact that it's it's no that that whole no signage towards a certain part of the comics event. Yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a one time deal. I mean, I can't imagine London London Film and Comic Con is a, a massive one for the small press scene. It's not really designed no. for that, is it? To be no. fair, you know, we are. It is mostly cosplayers and someone who was once in Star Wars, as I understand it. Is that right? Have you ever been to it, Matt? No, I haven't actually. No, and I, I don't. I've not really ventured much outside my comfort zone of mm. uh, thought bubble and uh, the lakes. Like beyond right. that, I, I, I don't drive, so I find it really hard to travel anywhere. Yeah, I get you. Um, so no, I've not been. I've not been to. I've not been too far afield. Don't yeah, sound like, just don't sound like you're missing much. Me off. Oh god, yeah. the heat as well would have. Yeah, Oof. the heat in London, bloody hell! Just imagine kiting around to fucking load of boxes yesterday. Today with comics. Oh God! Um, it, but if you were, then we hope for God's sake you're yeah. right. You're a true no matter what you're doing. I know um, there were some certain little events. I think Forbidden Planet had like a 2018 meetup. I saw Eamon post about that. Yeah, he went to that. Yeah, was there a signing in Forbidden Planet on the Saturday? There was a signing in Gosh as well, wasn't there? Yeah. Gosh, wow, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, all going on. Yeah. Everything's back, guys. Yeah, um, but you should still be safe out there. Because things are still happening. Yeah, look at but... me. I only just tested negative, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Only last week. Yeah. yeah. 
So, um, you know, even, was, if, was, even if you take it lightly, it could fuck up your plans majorly. I was on yeah. the underground train thinking, fuck me, I've pushed the fucking chances here. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that strip club we went to, Dan can help. To be honest with you, that was the least of worries. What are you going to get from there? Yeah, it's true. Disease-wise, oh, yeah. my god, my god, disease-wise, <laughs> disease, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yes, events are back on, and they're starting to starting to appear more, including some of the smaller events um, in sort of localized places. Uh, definitely, if you're in the area. And people should check out, including one that our lovely guest is involved with. Running. Yes. This is a Coco Comic Con, which we mentioned um, last week. Tony gave it a shout out. Yeah. And certainly when I heard about it, I I saw a lovely poster that you made, Matt, for it. And I immediately messaged him going, <laughs> look, mate, look, mate, now you've done this, you've got to come on and talk to us. Sorry, mate, but you've got to do this now. So essentially <laughs> we forced him into this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the promo tour, yeah, the promo tour, yeah, yeah. This is, I I think, this is a small press day event, isn't it? I think so. I I mean, Matt, take it away. Tell us, tell us what this event's all about. Um, yeah, we we did put it, um, on small press on for small press day, um, it it came about in a bit of an odd way, really. Um, because basically, I didn't get a table at any of the cons that I applied to this year. Um, which well more for them, mate. More for them. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I I didn't I didn't take it too personally. To be honest, I I was surprised. Um, just every other year when I did actually get a table, I feel like I've been really lucky to have always got tables and stuff. But it just so happened that this year I didn't get a place at either con. But I've I've been quite unwell this year. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, like, sorry to hear that, mate. Yeah. Oh yeah, no cheers. It's it's been it's been a tough one. Um and um lots of doctor points and stuff and we sort of like whittled it down and it was basically all down to stress Um, okay so by the time i hadn't got a table at these cons i was like well it's probably a blessing in disguise really because you know you go into a con without it automatic deadline to do a lot of stuff there's there's quite a lot of stress isn't there 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 is you know self-imposed stress a lot of the time in in terms of setting up these comic cons but yeah oh totally yeah yeah um uh and um, well, that's that's the thing, you know, stress stress problems. Oh, I know what I'll do. Well, I'll put on my own comic con. Um, but no, <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't really my idea. And you see, I work in a restaurant, Pizza Margarita, which is where um, the um, event is mostly being held. Um, upstairs at Pizza Margarita in the fun- function rooms. Don't worry, we're gonna put a lot of signs up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> upstairs at Pizza Margarita, uh, which is directly across the road from uh, the local comic shop, First Age Comics. Um, and um, we're really good friends um, with the people who run it, Mark and Lucy. Um, so, it, 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 so it wasn't actually my idea to do it. It was my manager's idea, the, the boss at Pizza Margarita. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I know. Like, uh, you know, there's not, I don't think there's many places where, you, where your boss would be quite so encouraging, but she's always, the manager Anna has always been really encouraging uh, my uh, comic stuff over the years. Um, so I, I went to her and I said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to need these weekends off. I'll probably just go down for one day. I don't need this, all this time off that I would usually take for the last few years. And I told her I didn't get any tables and stuff. And she said, oh, well, you know, I've been telling you for all this time. Um, you should do something upstairs with the function rooms because we never use them. 
she's like i'm always telling you you should put on some kind of comics event and oh, i was cool. like yeah yeah it, it would be really cool and i was like you know because we've got the comic shop right across the road and um, you know we've got the we, next to that we've got like the local independent cinema if we could get them involved it would be really cool we got the two rooms, you know, we could have this in this room, this in that room. And the, the more I just talked about it, the more I just thought, yeah, I'd, I'd be a dickhead not to do this. Actually. Do you know what I mean? Like, the more I just talked about it, I was yeah. like, well, yeah, I've got this opportunity. And, and someone who's supporting me and believing in me that, you know, we can do something. I'm just like, well, yeah, I should give it, give it a go. And so um, that's, where, that's where it started. And the way it got to be Coco Comic Con is... Um, there's um, some lads who I'd met in previous years at um, the Lakes and at Thought Bubble, uh, who ha- who um, like over lockdown had sort of put together their own um, indie publishing house, Coco Comics. Oh, uh, I wonder about Coco that. Yeah. Comics anthology, yeah, yeah. Um, so the last time I saw them, um, I picked up their anthology, and um, I ended up really enjoying it. Um, they're, they're really nice guys. So I, I bought the anthology because they'd always come and said hi. They've always been really good to me, you know. And yeah. in person, I'm, I can get a bit awkward, especially like the more people that are involved. So like, I think one year at the um, the midcon party at Thought Bubble, I was like hanging out on my own, just feeling really nervous. And I guess they sort of like noticed that I was like a bit of a loose end. And they came over and talked to me and let me hang out with them and stuff. So we got chatting and stuff. They were just all super friendly lads. And um, so I, I picked up their anthology. Like, oh yeah, you know, good on you, lad. But I read it and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm a, an anthology enjoyer. Like some people say anthologies, um, you know, aren't really their cup of tea sort of thing. But I, re- I mm. really think they're yeah. great. They're great I think historically, anthologies have always been the sort of lifeblood of the small press anyway, I think. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I th- that's what I think. I think if you're into small press, you know, you, you can't go wrong with an anthology because you, you get... You, I think, I mean, you've got to take the rough with the smooth. Yeah, um, of course. But that small press for you, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of it's kind of everything, really, you know. Um, and it, it 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 can expand your horizons a bit, like uh, and stuff like that. But um, but I, I I genuinely like really enjoyed all the stuff that was going on in the anthology, and I was like really impressed with it. Um, so they must get a copy get... of this. Yeah, are they based yeah, up near yeah. you, are they then, Matt? Or um, they. They're all graduates of Teesside University, so right. yeah, sort of like that sort of way, really. Okay. Um, not not too far, but not super close. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So yeah, like. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just. I, I, so it turns out, I think Lancaster's got a bit of a history of comic conventions. I used to go up there, God, probably ten years ago. I started going because John Freeman used to run a little event in. I'm going to say it was in the library. I think wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lancaster yeah. Comic. Uh, Lancaster Comic Day in the library. That's right. Um, yeah, and I actually ended... went for dinner with the dude from the comic shop because I think John was friends with him. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and and also they talked about doing they they did something with the cinema then as well. I think is that right? They had a screening or something. Yeah, possibly they have done like comic screenings. I I, I yeah. don't remember exactly what's going on, but I know they've done they sort of like done Kickass or something. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like. Um, yeah, I remember Lancaster Comics Day, and that's what. Well, that's one of the reasons I didn't want to do like a Lancaster Comic Con or anything like that. Sort of right. getting too close to Lancaster Comics Day or anything like that, because mm. you know I don't, mm. I don't, I, I always, I always hope it's coming back every year. You know, yeah, me um, too. Yeah. It, well, it, it ended just the last one was just before I started making comics, but um, I, I went to them and it was just it was really great for me. That's where I met um, a lot of people. Um, uh, Tom Ward. 
Yeah, um, he used to do it, didn't he? That rings mm. a bell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's where I first met Tom Ward, and I got chatting to him, and um, you know, the first time I met him, and I was saying like, oh, you know, are you the writer and stuff? He's like, oh yeah. And I was like, um, and I, I just, I was kind of like in the middle of writing my first comic, and I asked him for some writing advice, and uh, literally, like the advice he gave me, like really helped um, oh, and enabled me to finish finish my first comic it was it was just about sort of like getting all your ideas together and sitting down with them and organizing in a way that's going to sort of like lead you to you know like taking a bit of time to just like go back and maybe rearrange some get all your ideas together in a way that's going to arrange them into something and, I, and I, yeah i did that and i could like what one morning of doing that and i and i started to get somewhere sort of thing but like yeah nice. i first met him and i was saying oh, I'm, I'm thinking of making my own comic and i think he was like Oh, okay, sure, because you get that all the time, don't you? You know. Yeah. Um, and then when I saw him at the second one, he's like, "Oh, have you made that comic yet?" I'm like, "No, I'm, I'm no, I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer." He's like, "Yeah, sure, you are." So I think he was like <laughs> kind of surprised that I actually went and went ahead and did it. But, um, but yeah, that was at Lancaster Comics Day. And every every time I met Tom Ward after that, I was always like, "Thank you so much again." And after a while, I was like, "Yeah, stop thanking me now." <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, Lancaster Comics Day, um, you know, is where I met, I met Tom Ward. Got that advice that helped me sort of finish comics. I met um, people who um, were really into small press and stuff, and sort of expanded my horizons on like you know what comics could be. And um, um, I, I I think. Um, I don't know if you remember his name, but Harry Dean Wilmot is a guy who lives around. Yeah, he's here. just joined. He made... the, he's just joined the Slack actually this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he made that comic subscribe. Yeah, I love that comic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing, isn't it? He lives. Yeah. He lives. He lives super close to me, and I was kind of acquainted with him because I worked with his sister a lot of years ago. He's a lot oh, okay. younger than me, but we, we, I sort of knew him through there. But that's where like we sort of like all sorts of that. Oh, we started talking about comics, and he's like one of my best friends now. Oh, cool. his wife coming over for dinner all the time you know like their family friends you know and and that's where i feel like you know our friendship was really galvanized you know so just like that environment and um, to have that environment so close to home it was just amazing and it, it really did so much for me you know um mm. so yeah i kind of wanted to bring a bit, a bit of that back to um bit of that back to lancaster really um, almost sorry, so you I've mean like the funny. healing power of comics almost is that what you're saying that sort of thing it actually improves <laughs> your mood and you know if you were a bit stressed it's it's something that would assist you you know you oh think, man or... yeah you know like I would say like I've probably, I think I've talked about it before but like um, um, like in my 20s I was I suffered really badly with uh, with depression it's like right. <laughs> it's kind of it's, you know uh, my friend Steve Gregson would probably say, you know, it's the most maximum thing you could possibly do to sort of like battle your way out of depression in your twenties, only to stress yourself to death in your thirties. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, but yeah, that's the like, comics um, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, I was really, um, I was really, I was really depressed about my a lot, a lot of my twenties, but I refused to sort of acknowledge it, sort of thing. Right. Um, and I, I was just like, no, no, I'm doing fine. But things just, things just kept piling on top of me, and I, I didn't even realize, like it wasn't normal to feel like that you know um but um when i sort of started um getting better and and find and sort of like um reaching out for help and stuff like that and there was people who who sort of like picked up like oh the you know the comics things really i, I talked a lot about wanting to make a comic and they said oh i think the comic things really important you should really focus on that and it really it really did help me out so much and like i say i'm a very nervous person um and especially in like big events and stuff and like mm. socially but like before i made comics like i couldn't go and order a drink in a bar or, or phone someone up oh really okay. you yeah. know it, it's 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 through like um 
it is literally through making comics, meeting people who like to talk about um, uh, indie comics. That's that's got that's encouraged me enough to the point where I can go out and talk to people and make yeah. friends. And there is it, a real. It really did all build up from that. There is oh, okay. a real. Um social therapy in some ways to a lot a lot yeah, of comics uh, as therapy uh, yeah, yeah. A, a, a lot of like um n- never mind the comics themselves but the comics community th- can be a very especially as we've experienced with this show like the like a very accepting community you know everyone everyone's in it together and like everyone's it's very almost open. like a safe space we've talked about this previously for people with different kind of things in their lives mm-hmm. you know going to a some not necessarily an mcm but going almost to somewhere like thought bubble or you know, something like that you, mm-hmm. you, you can you're not feeling like people are judging you as you would maybe another event, are you? Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you kind of know you're around sort of friends and like-minded people, I think. It's, yeah. Mm. Um, do, you think do you think the start point for that, though, Matt, is allowing yourself the freedom of expression within a comic, do you think? Um, I, I have to say, yeah. Matt, I, I, I didn't know this about you. And I, mean, I think I think the first time we met was at the Lakes um, when I bought Ga- ba- Bastard Galaxia from you. I think you might have given it to me actually, very kindly, but right. the I didn't I didn't know that. But I'm I'm guessing you know the humour and you know stuff like that in your comics allows allows you. To, it's almost like an extension of your personality. It allows you to sort of almost like reveal yourself to people a bit. Maybe I don't know. Is that... Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of weird. I mean, I don't want to get sort of too dark with it, but like yeah. I, w- I was going through a really difficult time, mm. and um, I just had kids and stuff and i was i was like i was when i look back i just think at the time i didn't acknowledge how depressed i was but i was like yeah i was i was really really super depressed and i remember like i look back and i was just like yeah i wasn't planning to be around for too much longer you know yeah it was it was it was really it's really weird to look back it's almost like it was sort of happening to someone else I was going to in say, you're, yeah. like you're sufficiently mind, that the other side of it, that you can look back. Yeah, yeah my yeah. my mind is just so different now. I can't, like, when, you know, you're depressed, you can't imagine what it would feel like to be, uh, like, happy and mm. content. But, you know, but now I'm on the other side of it. I, I look back and I can't imagine how it would feel to feel so crushingly down. It's like it's, it's like it happened to a different person, you know. It's kind of, yeah. it's, it's, very, it's a very do, weird. Do you find that you look like, back on... Humor some of the artwork and stuff from back then and it reminds you of a period or can you can you get beyond it now do you think oh you know i do there's there is definitely like panels that i look at and i can remember some really dark thoughts going through my mind writing those panels but they're not they're not dark panels i don't really write you know dark stuff it is like a lot yeah, you of don't, humor you, you, for my money stuff. matt you, yeah. you you write some of the funniest, of the funniest funniest funniest, people, yeah. funniest oh, comics i, I yeah. read without a doubt your what your humor's on my wavelength and I well, we hear this cool. we Thank hear this you. all the time when people are in a bad place one of the best things you can do is throw yourself into something you know it's almost like a distraction technique that allows you to sort of heal you know um yeah. otherwise um, yeah i mean um i remember like i made i made future egg was the first comic that I made, the first Future Egg. I started making that before I started making Galaxia, but we finished Galaxia before I finished Future Egg. But when I started right. making Future Egg, that was the first thing I was doing. Um, I was really depressed, like I say, but I remember, remember thinking, like, I just wanted to, like I say, I, I didn't know, like, what the future held for me, really, and mm. I don't think I had very bright thoughts for it, but um, I, I just wanted to make a comic that I I would enjoy reading and, and that was upbeat. And I remember thinking, you know, if the kids, like, look back, on these comics and go oh, this was my dad i wanted it to be like a happy 
yeah. easygoing comic almost. It's kind and of like the, really the completion of a page, or you know, even like the completion of a script or something. Is there is a dopamine effect of that, isn't it? They do. It does lift yeah. you when you think I've mm. done this now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel that I feel that very much these days. But I remember um, when I would work on uh, Bastard Galaxia, I worked on that with Steve. Like Steve yeah. sort of like helped me through so much. It was just good to have a talk. He's the dude who's uh, at your table at, in... table at the lakes. That dude I met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yes, that's that's Steve Gregson. He um, yeah. is the co-creator of Bastard Galaxia, and we sort of like we would sort of um, work on it. It was like less like writer artist specifically. We were kind of like. Uh, we would kind of co-write it and then I would like draw like layouts and do designs and stuff and then Steve would just like work his magic and yeah I remember you'd explain this to me yeah yeah very collaborative yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah 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 so like the, the sometimes like it would go that he would come and pick me up we'd go to his house to write and I would he'd pick me up how you do it and I'd just be like really really bad and I would sort of like tell him how I was feeling and stuff and he'd like, sort of like give me a bit of advice and then we'd sort of start, that would just turn into sort of like regular friends chatting and, you know, the sort of things me and Steve chat about that would yeah. bleed right into all the shit that we put into Galaxia sort of thing. Yeah. So the, the, the chatting shit would turn into writing Galaxia and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And there was times like, you know, when I was like really depressed. If I was by myself, I would never have written those pages and I would have just gone to bed. But Steve would always be there like, right, I'll put the, put, uh, sometimes I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm feeling very done. And he'd be like, I'll put the kettle on and we'll, we'll work on the next chapter. And I'd be like, oh, bloody hell. But then, <laughs> but then it, like, no, it's great. It kept, it kept me going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, he was like always there to keep me going sort of thing. And um, I remember, um, you know, after Galaxia was released, um, like soon after I'd started to get sort of like help, a lot of stuff in my life sort of like changed. And I really started to sort of like, um, sort of claw my way out of the pit sort of thing and I remember like um, it, it kind of like almost like looking back you know all these all these things that we'd achieved you know the comic and uh, successful kickstart and things like that they kind of just bouncing off me because when you're depressed you don't really sort of like necessarily feel good feelings mm. like you would and and so I'd see that we and I'd, and I'd be like Steve, I was like, we've made a comic and people like it. It's really good. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I know, I know. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah, but can you believe it? It's like, yeah, we, we did it. And I, I know, but I know, but I guess I'm just realizing it for the first time now. That was, I'm so impressed with the Steve. It's like, yeah, I know you, you've said about 50 times now. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's now the point where they go, right, where's the next one? You're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, yeah, we get that all the time, but you know. Uh, but yeah, well, Steve, Steve's going to be at Coco Comic Con. So any any cool. people who who want to come and ask me where the next collection is, you can go and ask Steve for. A oh, you've thrown him under the bus there. <laughs> you've completely like, honestly, thrown. I'm going to I'm going to email him now. I, yeah. I keep I keep a tally. I'm like Steve. All people do are, are ask ask me where the next Galaxia is. Well, I mean, um, the thing is, he's he's busy at the moment because I saw on the like the the website he's he's working on beat. Beatdowns per minute, isn't he? Um, Beatdowns per minute and um, Ninja Baseball Spirits, both with oh, yes. uh, Dave Cook from Killtopia. They're absolutely oh, right. kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing all sorts. They're yeah. really, Steve's a great really artist. Going for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, the, the speed, speed, reliable, and he's and he and he does it all. You know, like Steve can, um, you know, he he, do, he can he can he, he can just straight up do it all. You know, he's like yeah. he, you know get get paid off Steve. It's it's. You can you can ink it. You can do the layout. You can do the lettering. You can do the colouring. You know. So, not only not only that, um, he's the most important thing of all. He's just a good friend. Hmm. Which yeah. yeah. You know, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. We'll need him. So yeah, it's like um, 
<laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, I mean, this uh, is what I want to hear from. This, not necessarily that you've been in a terrible place, man, but I want to yeah. hear the small presses. It has a healing effect. I'm yeah. tired now of people talking about all oh, the money I made or the film deals or you know anything like that. This is what small press should be. This is what art should be about. To be yeah. fair, mm. is it, yeah, is, it has yeah. the ability to help people. You know, that's sort of. Uh, we, I know we've kind of like we've had a pop at self uh, autobio comics, but kind of like uh, for some people that can be a kind of a release. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Can, yeah, it yeah. can yeah. be a healing, yeah. can't it? Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting you didn't go that way, Matt. That's yeah, why I was yeah. about to ask, because you've, you've yeah. thrown yourself into a sort of, you know, an archic space opera, you know, really, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think I could, I don't think I could, I, I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't think I could physically bring myself to draw myself, for starters. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> plus, you know, like uh, the reality of these situations. I, I, yeah, autobio is, is a weird one. Um, You've got to really I, go I really there, see. I think. You've really got yeah. to dig deep and find something to make it um, a, a, a valuable autobio to me or a mm. good one. And yeah. I think yeah, yeah. sometimes that's a difficult place to, thing to do, man. You know, you see a lot of people faking it, you know, while they're making it. But, you know, I think actually doing it is a difficult space. Yeah. 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 I, 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 um, I think it was um, Noah Van Skyrim was talking about some of his autobio and yeah. he was talking about like, people involved were like really angry that he'd written about them and things like that <laughs> yeah oh, wow. and, and okay. I, and I read that's another big side was... of it isn't it yeah <laughs> i read the book that he was talking about and i looked at it and i just thought man there's some people who get thrown under the bus way harder than this if i wrote anything <laughs> <laughs> i probably shouldn't bother i mean I, and i don't want to do that as well i don't want to bring that it's, well, it's, it's, it's not it's not for me really. yeah i mean i mean creators sh should do the work that um they feel impassioned to do and like you say um you had a statement of intent you wanted to there were a couple of things you want to do you wanted to make the comics that you wanted to make the comics that you'd like to read there was also the added layer of like comics that your kids could look back on and go god dad was a funny fucker wasn't he, he was <laughs> um but yeah. but also because the nature of like, and we've said it, your humour and everything. Yours is one of your your work is one of the ones, that, and I had this experience at Thought Bubble when I was at your table. Matt was one of the ones at Thought Bubble last year that I kept popping over to talk to, <laughs> to have a chat well, with him. You I brought kept, some over, didn't you? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Man, these are great. Um, but it was another one of those uh, wonderful moments of, uh, I think, was it Cats the Butthole Cut? Um, it's wonderful saying that title every time um, <laughs> but I was talking to you about, about the left handed horror stuff and this girl came over and go oh my god I, I've, I've told my friend about this and I need to get a, I need to get another copy of them and I think you only had like one or two left or something like that and it was yours is a, it was a massive example of how your work is one of those ones that when people see it they're going to recommend it to their mates or get a copy for their friend it's like you have to read this this is hilarious but it worked beyond the Oh, you like Superman? Uh, here's a here's a comic you like. There was a real there's a there's a crossover to your humour as well. There's a real cro crossover, sort of that goes beyond comics, I think, because like the comics you make these little A5 ones as well as the bigger comics and everything else. Sometimes it's just a it's just a one not a one joke sketch, but as Dan was saying, the the one about what was the is the Rock, yeah, comic. What's the name of the oh, the, the character? Yeah. You know, what, I can't remember. In the in the book, I just I I, I just call him that massive the universe rock guy because yeah, I can't remember yeah, the yeah. character's yeah. name even. And, and you like, very kindly sent you, you very kindly sent because I wanted it because I think Dan, you came back with one, didn't you? Or was it Tom? Tom Curry might might have. I think Tom Curry had it. Yeah, and I went up to your table and you were just and you very kindly sent me a 
a colour copy, which is a prized possession now in this house. And, I, and every time I read it, I laugh because <laughs> your mind is the same as mine, you dirty bastard. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'm... I, you know, I love making zines, but the problem is I'm too much of a collector and I hate the idea of people like missing out on stuff. So, yeah. like, when I was like, oh... I missed out on that comic. I'll, I'll reprint it for you. I'll reprint it. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> oh, so much trying to keep stuff in print. So yeah, I don't want anyone missing out. That can be uh, like an, a, an advantage to a zine maker, or like you know, those people who do the low print runs on photocopiers and you know, all, all their own printers and stuff. Because if it is, oh, I missed out on this copy. You you do have the option of like taking their details, going home, printing one off, and sending it to them. I mean, there's a lot to yeah, be said about yeah. that. It's not like um, yeah. if some of us who have like you know you get the full coloured, professionally printed books. When you've sold out, you need to save up a fair bit of pocket money before you can get another copy. You know, the, yeah. The, the 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 truly small press. You know, the, the yeah, well, staple and so I paper. What, I mean, guys, do you see that? I heard it on another podcast. One we're probably going to mention in a minute today. But what's the difference between a zine and a comic? Then, how do you guys? Matt, how would you see them? Do you see them as separate or? Um, kind of, I guess. Like, if I so I do sort of do, I could make something the same, but I would, if it was a comic, I would call it a mini comic. And if it was a zine, I would call it a zine. Uh, so, you know, obviously, um, co- comic, mini comic, I would say, like, is like panels and narrative. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, letters telling a story in some way. But like, a zine, I would say, is like something that's um, uh, maybe like um, about a subject. So the mm. left-handed horror zine yeah, is like yeah, you totally, talking yeah. about okay. horror yeah. and stuff like that. And then, um, or, or just you could just do like an art zine, which is just pictures, not necessarily yes. a narrative, mm. anything. Okay, like that. Oh, or, so like a mixture yeah. of media. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I would, like I think a zine, a zine, and also probably just to make it more complicated. I'd say a zine can have. A com- comic in it, a comic element mm. to it, while still being a zine. Yeah, because zine, you know, if, a zine, got, if like, you break text. it down to its, its basics, it's just a shortened version of the word magazine. Yeah, or yeah, I always yeah. took it to be a shortened version of the word fanzine. Yeah, yeah, good shout. Could That's be what yeah. I yeah. thought it would yeah. be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like it can yeah. of anything like art, yeah. poetry, uh, but, writing. But, but, exactly. It's kind of been re- repositioned, isn't it? Because fanzine used to be. You know, yeah. Legion Outpost, which are yeah. articles on the Legion of Superheroes or something, or or punk fanzine or punk yeah. scenes. Were just like, but they were know. very much like it's called a fanzine because it's a um, it's a branch of a magazine, isn't it? Like if people who yeah, 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 work yeah. for a publisher, yeah. they write articles, they do reviews and everything, and yeah, it turns out to be this. I almost think it's geographically different opinions about it, yeah. and different hobbies have different opinions about it. Yeah. At one point, you know, it, it almost repositions itself in that same argument that we saw 20 years ago about this isn't a comic, it's a graphic novel. You know, it's almost like we had a little bit of a period, didn't we, where we had the that's, sort of snootier side of comics saying this isn't a comic, it's that's definitely splitting hairs. That yeah. I mean, like if someone said, I'm, I've got a comic here, and then he picked it up and it had like two pages of sequential art, and the rest of it was like musings and whatever. I'm like, well, yeah. this is a zine, mate, it's not a comic. Yeah, I think I agree with you, man. Yeah. The, the argument I heard um, on this podcast, it was a Gutter Boys podcast I listened to this morning, is the fact they said it's in the production values. And I don't know whether that's right. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think that's right. If it's something you printed out at home and photocopied and then used no, a stapler no. to create, they said that's a zine. I, but I think I, the content think, has got to be more important. I, that, think, you know? I think production values is the difference between probably independent and small press. Yeah, like okay. almost like DIY comics. And, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 DIY comics. I mean, because 
we we sort of blanket call things small press but if you uh, in my head it is those sort of like short run you know staples uh, black and white art yeah. do you know what I mean that, uh, that to me is, is more small press it doesn't hold water that thing because like yeah. you can make a quick comic on a one side of A4 paper like graph paper or, or make a, a really polished one and, and get it printed and whatever and they're still comics yeah regardless yeah. of the production I think it's got to be the content isn't it to me yeah. if it's a comic yeah, in the content, content it's a fucking comic you know they need to calm yeah. down but if it's like you like you say Dan it's like a couple of pin ups you know an article on the Pixies you know, like a short strip that someone did, and it's all put yeah. together in in one package. I think of that as a, I mean, it's if, almost if like DIY esque. It's a yeah. zine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are creators. Um, I mean, in the recommends later, I'm I'm gonna talk about a couple of comic strips. You know, like the old uh, Sunday Funnies type sort of thing. If yeah. you're if you're creating them, you're creating a comic. You're creating a comic strip. But that yeah. comic that comic strip could then just be put on a page of a zine. Do you know what I mean? It could be I mean, part of a zine, but it's still. I think mean, it's it's yeah. no problem. We've we've had this. Hmm. Sorry, mate. Cliff put as in, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he labelled it as such. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we've had this problem at Infinitum, haven't we? Where that is clearly a zine because it's not sequential comic art, is it? No, but no. I think people lo- love to find another word for comic, don't they? Because they've said it at a dinner party <laughs> and someone's looked at them like they're a sex offender, you know. So they decided <laughs> to call it something else. You, you got to reclaim the term. You know what I mean? Don't run mm. from yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's going in the right direction generally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Matt, you make comics and zines. Yeah, um, that's fine. Yeah, and you will have all at um, Coco Comic Con, Comic Con, not Zines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Comic Con. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A, a mini con, I guess. But yeah, um, as I was saying earlier, right, um, the way it got to be Coco Comic Con um, was because, like I said, I met these these uh, mm. Coco Boys, and um, I didn't. Is want... that their is that their official name, the Coco Boys? It is now, whether they yes. like it or not. <laughs> uh, we'll uh, probably speak no, to you yeah. soon, boys, so, so be prepared. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, was kind of, I was obviously sort of kind of nervous about, I didn't know what to call it. I didn't want to call it Lancaster, this or that sort of thing. Yeah. Matcon or anything like that. Um, but, you know, the Coco guys had put they'd set up this whole cold publishing house. I, I just really like liked how they got this whole sort of like branding for themselves and stuff like that. Um, and um, they didn't get tables either and they they've done a thing on instagram saying oh we didn't get any tables um you know which it's you know as a small sort of small publisher you know it's 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 really stressed us out like um it's a let us know if anyone's got any opportunities so i just i just kind of thought like you know it is these these guys obviously sort of like are really passionate about what they do they've got like some really good ideas yeah Um, they've got this sort of branding and they could really do with like a a platform to sort of promote themselves so that's and it must be frustrating like after after the pandemic and stuff when you're ready to because we're like oh events are back and because events are back every everyone's just ready to go aren't they and if you're ready to go and you can't you're not being able to get tables at the places that you need to get tables, it must be frustrating yeah yeah i mean it's like um but I'd rather go to uh, Coco Comic Con yeah. than London Film and Comic Con. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, which is why like events like this are important. So yeah. you, so you approached them, Matt, and said, "Let's collaborate on this kind of thing." Was that? I'm it? using your name. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just, I just, I just actually uh, sent them like a meme, which was a picture of Don Draper from Mad Men, pitching an idea next to a blank canvas, and I just wrote Coco Comic Con. <laughs> on on the on the image and just sent it to him. Um, that's amazing. That's what, that was that was all it took. I, I but yeah, it sort of explains the situation that we sort of like had this room and we were opposite the comic shop and stuff like that. And at that time, we were, um, I, I, well, 
I kept saying about the independent cinema that I really wanted to get involved, um, but they've been really hard to get hold of. Was talking to different people and then mm. sort of ghosted and blah, blah, blah. So I still don't have anything confirmed, which is a real shame because I think it's literally all on one street. There's the restaurant with the function rooms, there's the comic shop directly across the road, and then adjacent to that is the independent cinema. So um, I just really wanted to get all three because I thought I'd make a really cool little triangle all on the same street, and it would just it would just be great. But so far, we've only got the two. But you know, um, we, we got we, we got. I think I feel like you know, if if I could only pick two, I feel like we've got the best two. We've got the space for all the all the exhibitors, and we've got the uh, the, the actual comic shop. You know, so. But you know the um, the the cinema will be the 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 cherry on top if we could get that. Yeah, we get really, it. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, so but, who are the um, who's tabling currently, mate? I know you've got a little list of people, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So obviously there's uh, there's there's Coco Comics. Um, there's me. Um, I'm going to be t- tabling. Uh, I've got a little t- table for my daughter Zeke Simmons as well, who you might oh, remember cool. from the first D- DUI. She created, yes. uh, co-created Spider Demon. Yeah. Um, hey. So she's she's been making some little mini comics and things like that. Um, nice. Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, good buddy. We already talked about Steve Gregson. Was going to be there. Um, uh, from uh, Team Beats Comics. Um, we got Nick Gonzo. Oh, nice. Matt yeah, Reeves. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, cool. Yeah. And, and this whole list is like it, it's so it's so bizarre to be saying this. I, it, it, it's 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 so crazy to think that we got we got all these people because there's so many people. I was like, they, they won't go for it. He did, yeah. So <laughs> I reviewed uh, yeah. I reviewed Black Issue Two a couple of weeks ago. That's a great comic, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. I I, I met Matt um, last time at Thoughtball. I talked to him online a little bit. He's just a really really friendly guy. Really yeah, nice I know. His big mates of that comic smell, isn't he? I think they did a. I've recently done an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened yeah. to that as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's me really too. Good, really yeah. Good interview with him. Um, we've also got Tom Ward. Um, yeah. The master, my Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> We've got um, Erica Price, who's done um, Disorder, which I'm really looking forward to seeing. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. James Lawrence. Oh, cool. And, yeah. And Josh Hicks. So it's like a little tag team. Well, nice. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be like a tag yeah. team or if they're feuding. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. God, got... some kind of comics beef is going yeah, on that we don't yeah. know where of. Well, yeah, Josh yeah. Hicks' character did appear in James's latest, of latest did. book. That's right. So yeah. maybe the collaboration process, maybe it's a Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty situation we've got going on. Mm. Wrestling fans <laughs> will know exactly what I'm talking about there. Just so you know, Tony, Shawn Michaels kicks Marty Jannetty in the face. So that, might, ha- that, might, that might happen at this show. That's all you need to know. That's good for publicity. Oh, okay. Get you on Bleeding Cool, Matt, if you did yeah. that. Get, <laughs> yeah. one, get one tabler to kick the other one in the face yeah. immediately. Yeah. There's, there's a light goes off in the Bleeding Cool offices. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he also he put him through a window, a so we don't. Yeah, yeah, we don't. <laughs> yeah. We don't want anyone going through a window. No, we don't need any. Thing. You know, you don't need. You don't need uh, glass in your pizza, pizza no, margarita, no, no, no. dear. You don't need. Don't you giving me work flashbacks? Or constantly worrying about all the things that can go wrong with the pizza. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, we got Josh. So we got Josh Hicks. Uh, we got jo- we got Josh actually because. Um, I, I, I never thought he would show up. I was like, he's too far away. He's not going to come. He's and, Wales, um, isn't he? I think is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my friend Farron, he was like, you've got to invite, you've got to invite the Glorious Wrestling Alliance guy because it's like, it's because it's my favourite comic. He's like, I just want to meet him. I'm like, he's not going to come. He's like, and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll invite him just for you, but don't get your hopes up. Yeah. And Josh was like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I saw a call. I was like, Farron, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> <Your dreams come laughs> true. 
so yeah he's got uh, he's doing also, well with that book isn't he i know it's got mm. a few distro deals and stuff isn't it you know yes uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's well a, thought of yeah mm. yeah it's, it's one of those books i would class as annoyingly good yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's so amazing straight, straight out the gate it's it's consistent you know it's it's, it's funny it, yeah it's, it's well designed yeah it's, it's a good book that i think mm. definitely yeah yeah, yeah. E- everything is is absolutely top notch uh, yeah. just like oh yeah Shit, he also I did a he, he did a double <laughs> double page spread that was like an isometric page in the, the graphic novel which i still think about to this day how well that was done Who's the character yeah. who's a boat of gravy? What's his name? Is that his name? I can't remember now. Oh, is it's it probably... gravy, gravy Train, is it called? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a great character. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, such, such a good book. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, we've also got Fess Silvers, another lovely person who's always been really nice to me. She oh, cool. does um, Saturday Morning Tea Girl and things like that. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, got um, Holland Simpson. Who's who's not someone I know. I think they're, they're a friend of um, uh, like James from Coco, I think. But I'm really looking forward to to seeing their stuff. Great looking work, um, as I can see on the Coco oh, right, comics. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's mm. nice looking stuff. Mm. Uh, I had to ask how to pronounce his name, so I need to try and get it right. <laughs> Connor Tierney. Okay, oh, cool. Connor Tierney. I think I managed it. <laughs> so, yeah, sounds yeah, right. It sounds about right yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Who does yeah. Kid Eastwood? Um, we've got Nona Gallery. Um, they uh, looks like they do like a lot of really cool stuff. They do um, an A to Z of modern monsters. Um, okay, they're not cool. they're not someone that I've met, but I'm looking forward to seeing their stuff. Um, There's a lot of guests, man. Yeah, I didn't realize quite so many. Bloody hell! Yeah, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? It's a bit surreal when yeah. they put the page up, and I was like scrolling through. I was like, this is mad. This is absolutely nuts. That this like <laughs> little little con that we're doing. It's got so many cool people, but we just really wanted to make the most of the space. Yeah, um, and we and we got we got a few um a few local people as well. Um, there's Austin Chambers who is who is he's, he's not um he doesn't do comics. He's actually like a, a like a small press like uh, novelist. He does. Okay. He's, he's a local yeah. man who does like novels, like uh, kind of um, supernatural horror novels. Like yeah, set I've heard of him in yeah. Lancaster. Yeah. Um, okay. So he's he's like a local character who um who's who's been who does like a lot of work in the area and stuff and. Um, yeah, well, like I said, there's a there's a few local people. We've got obviously first age comics going to have a table. Uh, yeah. My friend Max Halls is is having a table who sells like imported manga and things like that. Oh, nice! Um, oh, good stuff. And stuff like that. Yeah. And she also makes like crafts, so she makes like really cool little like um, uh, crocheted little teddies and stuff like that. Um, we've got Miss Frog Jewelry, who's a jewelry maker, but has like a lot of like um, um, merch and anime stuff. Okay. And um, we're trying to find room for Lancaster Board and Sword, which is a a, a shop that I just discovered. Um, who does who who do obviously like um, board game, board games and role playing games and stuff like that. But they have like role playing games again, like so, kind of like small small press RPGs. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I say, these sort of like these sort of like local Lancaster people, um, like. Well, bar a few, but like they're, they're mainly people I met while promoting the event, who just like who just blasted me in the face with enthusiasm. Ooh. Ooh. And they oh, just, with they, enthusiasm! They just, yeah, I wonder, <laughs> yeah. I wonder where we we're going then. <laughs> Back to the so I only just met yeah. them. All right, start with enthusiasm. <laughs> we'll see where it leads. You know. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, um, yeah, they, they're just um, they're, they're all just like insanely enthusiastic. Um, and just really excited about the whole idea as soon as I started talking to them about it and things like that. And I just kind of thought, you know, this is the kind of thing that I 
I want as well, you know. Like, it's what um, we need, though, man. It's what we that yeah, then well, real, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like pr- pretty adamant to just be like, oh, I just, I just sort of like want want to promote small press comics, and then I thought, well, it is small press day, and you know, there's there are, there are ideas outside of small the comics which are still small press, and then there's these um, these sort of like local independent um, businesses and sellers and things like that, who are, they're kind of just like um, just the, I guess the part of they're part of Lancaster, which is also something that I just really mm. um, what want to what want to sort of like help promote and things like that. You know, Lancaster is a place where we can you know have have a, have a little con and stuff like that. You know, mm. and, and I just thought you know um, you you know you, if you ha- if you have all small pr- small press comics, you know you're going to get people who think that they might be interested in small press comics. But if you have sort of a few things outside of that as well, yeah. You know, you're going to have people who might, come, in, who might you? Then sell them yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you mm. might get some teenagers who come for the manga like they like, but then they'll go, "Oh, what's this?" And they might find someone who's who's doing something small press that yeah. they enjoy, and 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 you know, and, and vice versa as well. You know, people who even people who come for comics, you know, could discover yeah. that they they they're uh, really interested in a particular RPG or board game. So you know, this, it's just this, it's just nice to have a bit of community, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. This is a a free to is this a free entry event? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, free entry. And that, that I mean, um, I, I love it. Means like, you know, people people are going to the comic book shop that day. All of a sudden, there's more comics just across the road. They they can go check out, you know, and then, and they yeah, won't be yeah, like, oh, oh, there's a comic event over there. Oh, I've got to pay to get in. Oh. But if they hear, oh, they're just gonna. Pop across the road and see some amazing indie and comics. get a pizza. Yeah, yeah get a pizza as well. Yeah, that, yeah. To be honest, this sounds like the best day ever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good, can you maybe next year organise another venue, which is a local strip club? To be a <laughs> well, may, maybe it's yeah. comic stripped. Hey, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There, there's my ear, and I can use that as a, that as a, just as a blanket excuse. <laughs> we, we can go in there a lot together and plan it. If you want. Yeah. I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a tax write-off. No, um, <laughs> but you got. I mean, this is a fantastic lineup of events. I mean, it's it's wonderful when we see um, on small press day, for instance. There's gonna, probably going to be people sorting out things in their local shops, and events happening all over. Certainly, if you're listening to this and something's happening, because this is August the thirteenth, isn't it, Matt? Saturday, yeah, yeah. Saturday, August yeah. the thirteenth. Yeah. Is, is this event and small press day? If you're doing anything else on this event, please do get in touch with us. Cause we'll put a shout yeah, out about please it. Do. Yeah, because um, um, obviously it's too far for me to go to, to Lancaster. But if you're in the area, please go along. This is a that is a that is a murderer's row of amazing comic creators. And looking at the website, <laughs> looking at the website, like us three on this show, we've discovered more people that we'll probably talk to more. In the future, yeah. just looking at that, I was thinking, "Oh, this is fantastic stuff." For instance, Coco Comics. Before this, didn't really know them. Yeah, we need to get on that, don't we? I'm not, yeah. I'm not yes. wasn't yeah. really that aware of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, I see it. There's CocoComics.co.uk if you want more uh, info about this event. But for these sort of like events, Matt, now that you're, <laughs> did you ever think you were going to have like comic event organizer on your CV? <laughs> absolutely not no, no it just kind of happens doesn't it um yeah how, how important do you think is with the because obviously 
small press day you know that they do things like they put out lists and sometimes they have a list of all the events that are happening in your area how important is the dare I say the word marketing of this event and getting the word out about a show like this from the guests and other people for you um, yeah I mean I guess I guess the marketing is is really super important I mean mm. I, it's really it is hard to get the words out about things in a way like you think it would be easier than ever it probably is easier than ever, you know but also to sort of keep it in people's minds and motivate people to want to go you really need to keep bombarding them because there is so much thing that people are bombarded yeah with mm -hmm. all the time anyway so you want to keep people reminded so we Cause, yeah cause we're just trying to when you when you when you organize an event it's it's the biggest thing in your head because it's taken up so much of your brain space it seems like the biggest thing in the world but if you look outside your bubble, no one knows about it yet until they hear about it. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? It's all about getting that word out. Because um, yeah. I know I've been terrible at... I'm, you know, well, it's I'm the short attention span of social yeah. media, isn't it? Yeah. A tweet only lasts 15 hand. minutes or something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And like one thing I worry about is like obviously sort of like uh, putting the word out online and stuff and you think, oh, you know, I'll, I'll put it on this platform and that platform, blah, blah, blah. But how, how often... Are you reaching people who are who are local enough to the area who are going to make the trip? You know, exactly. so we're re mm. we're really trying to sort of like um, uh, really really heavily put heavily put it out to people in Lancaster, putting up a lot of posters, flyers, going to sort of like some of the neighbouring towns and cities as well, and mm. and putting things there as well, just out out in the real world as well as online, obviously and stuff. But really trying to sort of like um, target the sort of areas where we think it's going to do the most good. Yeah. And, and I think I think as well, you know, to be perfectly to to, to be perfectly honest, like I think um I don't know how I should say this. But like um, you know, like the 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 UK comics community, you know, you know, like um, where we would talk to these people online and things like that. It's like ultimately we're a small con, like we yeah. you know, if you're only gonna go to a couple of shows this year, you know, it, it you, you you're as likely to go to the lakes, obviously, or yeah. or thought bubble and things like that, you know. It's like so um I think what we really wanna be doing is sort of like trying to reach people who I guess outside of the, the regular small press community, mm. um, who are just who are in Lancaster out for the day, out with their families, out with their kids who are just looking for something fun to do and they yeah. might come and check out the comics and yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's a very different sort of like new readers. And yeah, stuff. there's a different vibe as well with these sort of smaller events, which I really love about them because they're because you know they're they're not these huge events where you where you're strip. You know, you have to count the number of minutes you're with someone because the net you could be missing out on sales. Sometimes you can get some really lovely interactions with creators at events like this, and you probably end up walking. You know, for the creators, it's good because you probably end up walking away with quite a few of their books. We always say, like, if you have a great interaction with a creator, there's a good chance if you haven't got their work, you're going to pick up something, you know, you know, because a, a yeah, personality, yeah. you know, a, good, a nice person will always win you over. Oh, God, is that a reason? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I, I, I mean, you, you sell comics despite yourself, Tony. Uh... Oh, that's a few. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, but, thank God. You've got to be saying, right, Tony, you're selling out, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Well, maybe they just don't know who it is. Yeah. Maybe, or maybe I need to get Boney Desmond on to sell some yeah. comics. That would be yeah. good. Yeah. 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 I think, I think one of the things I like, Yeah, exactly. One of the things I like about this sort of Comic Con is um, it's you come along and it's not like 
you know, flashy adverts and, you know, booth babes and stuff like that. It's just about the craft, you know, whether it be a role-playing game or a comic, I don't mind. You know, but you come along and you're sort of, you're basically sort of showered in people who are just enthusiastic about their art form, you know, and it's not like a hard sell. It's not like a, you know, a glamorized advertising marketing project. It's just like, nice people and i think it's you should approach it in the same way that you would have would have um a craft fair in the local village oh you know yeah, it's yeah. something you know to go along to that's nice we we don't we don't have to necessarily just push it in the faces of comic collectors and comic creators you know no. yeah. it's just something that's local that you know people hopefully from the town will, i mean lancaster's not a small town i mean there was always quite a nice bit of footfall in the the, the previous lancaster one they used to go to that was just like Local people coming along to have a look at things, you know. Like I'll tell you what was like that, Dan, the one we did in Wimbledon Library. Do you remember that one? Yes, definitely. Yeah. That was like that. And people yeah. coming in, oh, I didn't realise this was here. I didn't realise about comics. You know, you get to chat, chat to nice people who are looking to look at art and stuff. You people know? give a shit about stuff that uh, people have worked hard on. Yeah. And it shows. Like, there's a, there's an interest in stuff. Like, uh, my wife's been watching that glow-up thing in the makeup. And I watch it. And when you see pe- these people, like, worked really hard and their skill coming out, it's fascinating to see and the same thing i think shines through with comics if someone yeah. come through and they said that if this fucking person's tried hard here and people appreciate that yeah yeah and the, the banality and the sort of basically drilling down of um you know like mainstream media you know everything's <laughs> so dull isn't it when you see something original come out of the mainstream it's yeah. very rare so to see stuff that's you know just out of someone's brain and comics is the greatest art form for being able to just mm. think of something and create it isn't it you know, from a narrative point of view, and just to be able to get hold of that, something there's real originality in these people, you know. Because I, mean, I think yeah. people need to grab, grab hold of that. Yeah. There's a lot of lacking stuff with edge, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it kind of where's the fucking edge? Anymore? People are afraid to do stuff, aren't they? But you, yeah, you, you, there's that fear, it doesn't exist in small, well, mostly doesn't exist in small press, you know, because you can just do it in your front room, it. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it, it, it's, it's one of those things where, like, um. You know, it is, it, is, it is kind of like a talked about unknown thing where like, you know, a lot of time in small press, it's just like the same people. You're almost like just, just you're mainly selling to your peers a lot and a lot yeah. of things like mm. that. But one thing that I look at that and think is just, I love, I just love how it, it shows how accessible it is. So sometimes it's yeah. it's like, you, you know, it, I, I feel like I started out as a fan of small press and I started making things and then I was kind of like, I, I was just welcomed into the community as a small cre- press creator, which was, yeah. I just think is, I, I don't think is 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 something that would happen in like a lot of sort of fandoms, you know, you, you or you know, or sort of like hobbies that you, you know, it's like just a guy like me with a, a, a right hand that doesn't even work properly, so I have to draw in my left hand, and I've got a photocopier, and I can right. make <laughs> I can I can yeah. make these stupid little books, and people are just like, oh, cool, you know. Um, it's it's nice that I can sort of like uh, I can get involved in 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 making it, and I just think yeah. I like the idea of people coming along and um, seeing these comics and getting the thing. Thought, well, oh, maybe I could do it, you know. And yeah, I, I think that's think a big part nice of it, isn't it? I think, so yeah, yeah, you're encouraged by people doing it for themselves. You can do it for yourselves, not necessarily in the same way or in any way the same way, but just knowing yeah, that yeah. It's, it's available and easy to do. You know, people, oh, right, you just do this yourself, do you? I might have a go at that. So a lot of, yeah, a lot of us started, you know. Yeah. Creative, yeah. They can, you know, if you even if you're not the best drawer or things, you know, there's, there's, it's really open to creativity, you know, and uh, yeah, sort of adaptation of, of ideas, sort of things, you know. You can even yeah. from like the shittiest zine, or um, or even like making some quite um, nice sort of polished work is 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 
relatively accessible, especially mm. like Kickstarter and things like that. You know, yes. so it's yeah. there's a really broad spectrum of what you could what you can do, and it's all relatively um, attainable. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of getting the your voice out there, dude, and you know, and getting your, your product out there, we, we we mentioned just before you came on about you've you've actually made an advert and stuck it on an American podcast, didn't you? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. How did that come about? Um, well, yeah, it was like um, it was listening to the the Go Boys, yeah. and I really enjoyed listening to them over caught up on all the episodes like over lockdown when I would go on sort of like long walks and I listened to all the episodes and it's really nice found out about a lot of new creators like that and sort of thing and some yeah. really interesting stuff so for people who don't know it's kind of like um, it's kind of us but American really isn't it in a way yeah you know? yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah just a nice sort of indie comics podcast sort of sort of interview chat sort of casual chat sort of format it's really cool and um, um, so I wanted to they do extra episodes on Patreon um, which I wanted to check out um, uh, and I didn't mind throwing some money their way because I, they provided me with a lot of entertainment for free yeah yeah. Um, so they had the sort of like all the tiers and the higher tier one of the higher tiers was you can you could pay for an advert and it was something like $10 for four advert reads over a month which I okay. think is, is a really good price yeah, yeah. it's reasonable yeah, yeah. so I, just, I, I thought why not Um mm. Might as well do it at least once, just for the money. Uh, for the money, it was worth it. So, um, I think I just I just did an advert for Bastard Galaxia because it was. I feel like it's the easiest thing that I could market. Like if I try and explain any of my other stuff, it, it always just boils <laughs> down to me. Being I can see like, what you're saying. Oh, I would well. love to hear an advert for the Cats comic you did, um, but I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure the Americans would have. And it, it no. easily understood it. Yeah, totally. I get you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, everything. I, I mean, whenever I try and promo any of my work, it's always just like, uh, yeah. Well, like, I just kind of wanted to make a comic that was a bit about, uh, and it's all just me rambling, and it's the only way I can describe. It. But Bastard Galaxy, you know, you can, you know, that's something you can you can just sort of like put into a sort of a format. So, what did so, you write some copy and send it to them? Is that how it works? Or? Yeah, that's all. That's all, that's what happened, really. Um, I, I wrote something and they just said this is fine and then they read it and then that was that okay because um, some of their I, stuff has like characters in it and stuff like that doesn't it yeah I, yeah I don't know how that happened maybe that's more of a newer thing maybe you can talk to them about it but um, yeah I'm sure now I, I'd have to get I'd have to get Steve to do it to be honest I don't think I'd be really <laughs> capable of doing it but I'm sure Steve could put together like something really impressive doing his Galaxia voice putting some music on it and get that on there because they have a, like they have adverts now with like quite high production value, really for adverts sort of thing. They really um, do, don't they? Yeah, it's very professional yeah, sounding. Yeah. They almost have like a segment um, in it, which is just a series of adverts. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but like to be honest, like I just put the adverts out there, and then I never checked if we got any extra traffic towards the. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Towards yeah. the actual web comic, I, I could because I, I I didn't really care that much i mainly <laughs> did it because i wanted to support the show give them a bit more money i just get yeah, a bit of involvement try. yeah yeah if people read galaxia good for them i hope they enjoyed it but at the same time if they don't that's fine there's plenty of people who have already read it so uh, you're also know, i think it's, it's a long-lasting thing because you might be you might be at a convention and say i do bars galaxia and they'll go have i heard about that on a podcast yeah, and you can say, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it might have been that advert that I put out. You know, it's a nice little thing like that as well. It gives you a little bit, of, you don't need it, man, but it does give people a, something of a credibility thing, doesn't it? You know, right, yeah, you're yeah, on an American I mean, podcast. It's not bad for you, you know. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind, uh, like, I mean, I, I, I probably won't, to be honest with you, but I wouldn't mind trying it again, um, right. trying to do some other stuff. I mean, I probably won't. I just can't be bothered. But, <laughs> but I, I, I feel like it, it's a cool idea to do. Um, the curse of the UK like small say, press scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, must do that. Must get yeah. on with that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's the right thing to do. But at the same time, I don't know because I, because I, then I always think like, well, to be honest, I've never listened to, I've never checked out anything that I've heard on one of those adverts, and I've heard of a million times. Over. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> so I just think, I is, it, is it really worth it? And like one thing, um, one thing that that is maybe worth mentioning is like, um. I did like a first draft of the of the advert sort of thing, talking about Galaxia, and I was like, oh, you know, world where this or that could happen, you know, a guy yeah. like this can do this and that, and um, and some feedback I got from some people was just like, just say it's like cartoons, say it's like <laughs> He Man and Skeletor, because <laughs> because it's it's not really a cool way to advertise your stuff, but my friend was saying like people aren't fully listening to adverts. They might have it played in the background that you can just big up your comic all you want. But if that, I think he said, they're more likely to respond to something if they go, Oh, he mentioned Ninja Turtles. I like that. Well, that's the, Rather that's than, the yeah. weird simplicity to adverts, isn't it? I was yeah. having a conversation with someone about this yesterday and saying, do you remember like on telly, there was those adverts about meerkats. I must've seen them 4,000 times. I couldn't tell you what yeah. they're advertising, but we buy car, any car.com. I can tell you what that is because it's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird, isn't it? All yeah. these that clever adverts about, you know, diving into a bright blue pool and all this sort of thing. And right at the end, it says buy Chanel number five. You think, what the fuck has that got to do with it? Yeah. You know. Um, it's that thing yeah. that kind of breaks your pattern of thinking. You think, what the fuck? But then you, you're literally considering what they've said yeah. to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. We this, uh, yeah. broke the uh, autoglass one for me because. <laughs> If you had to, they, they say all glass repair or glass replace, jism on your hair, jism on your face. Every <laughs> <laughs> time that comes off, it's just, oh, yeah, there we go. I didn't expect the advertising <laughs> question to go that way, but I'm no, happy. no, no, no. I'm happy. It, did, it was it was a Viz reference, so it's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, what about you two guys? Would you advertise on something like a podcast for your products? Do you think, or is something you considered, Dan? Advertised uh, Viper Two in uh, an Alterna comic oh i didn't know that okay kicks the upcoming kickstarter as well one of the pledges you can put to on uh their indiegogo and i backed it and then obviously all the fucking shit happened so it never came out in time so all oh, right that's uh could have been money wasted i said like come and kickstarter this time next year whatever and then i've blown through that so but again someone might have seen it and then they might see kickstarter but yeah comics sitting sit in long boxes for years don't they before people look at yeah, them sometimes so, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah you never know it's what about you, V? You're 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 about to launch a new project. Is it something you'd consider doing? Something on a podcast or something like that? Or? Um, it's weird. Advertisers. I always find advertisers always weird for me. I just I just feel weird about advertising. It's probably my <laughs> it's probably my sort of self loathing of of marketing my own stuff. Even though I know yeah. you really need to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's something I probably should do more. Um, and I think there's a certain confidence to it as well. The more you do it, the better you get at it. It's like yeah. anything, you know. Yeah. Um, I just don't do it, is the way. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. No. I think an advert in a comic, I mean, we've all done adverts in comics. Yeah. Um, yeah we've got but, one in the new fan scene, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. But to put them on like podcasts or, you know, YouTube videos or whatever, it's a, it's a different thing, isn't it? So you need to, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the way you present yourself. Can, the, um, we haven't done sort of too much for this show, have we? 
the ACP. No, really. do you know I was reminded by it because I gave out the last to the postcards in America, uh, and I was thinking, "Fuck me, I've had those postcards for like five years." Mm. Yeah. If you're yeah. listening to this show because of one of those postcards, welcome. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It only took us about an hour and a half to welcome you to the show, but uh... yeah. <laughs> if you've got to this point, fucking yeah. hats off. Yeah, that's yeah. the old problem because I was going to wear the old ACP T-shirt and I didn't put it on for a while and I put it on and because I've shrunk. It's like too baggy. I'm gonna to have to get another one, guys. Is it like, like a, is it is it is it a night is it a night shirt that you sleep in? It looks like that now. Yeah, I was gonna wear. I would put it on to go out and said to Cliff, "What do you think?" He said, "Well, it looks alright." And I went, "It's fucking really baggy." I do you, do like you look like tent. Tom, like the kid, like at the end of Big, that's wearing the adult's clothes? <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah. look like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we need to talk about getting some more t-shirts done. Yeah. Why don't we just do one of those things where you? people can order them and the t-shirt company does it and we get four yeah. percent of the sale or something you know that yeah either yeah. that or that either that or we um sort out a design and uh do some pre-orders and then we can just order yeah. it because yeah. then we know exactly what sizes to do because yeah. uh, people still got those t-shirts but they're looking a bit raggedy now they're, well, they're yeah. like six years old now at this point aren't yeah. they? <laughs> right. and the t-shirts yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think we still got some smalls in my yeah. garage, yeah, but nobody wants them, do they? Comic fans, don't they? Them. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want some small T-shirts, yeah. do you? If you convention, <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> oh, you never know that. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give to the kids, yeah, and, and, and then, then, then tell them to never listen, never yeah. listen to that. Yeah, He's never listen like to that. Earmuffs. I won't. I won't say that. We'll take whatever listeners we can get. Yeah. Vegas shameless I'm absolutely shameless whatever bumps the numbers up no Vince no oh you're not that person uh, <laughs> but no no in, in all seriousness um in a roundabout way this has been an advert in a, in a kind of way but yeah. it's an advert for something that we fully support which is Coco Comic Con get to it yes get to it especially if you're in the area or if you're even if you're not completely local to the area but it's within like an hour's drive or something like that. Oh, yeah, it's going to be worth it, isn't it? Yeah, because this is an absolutely fantastic sounding event. Matt, Matt will cook you a pizza while you're there as well. Yeah. yeah, pizza and comics, what more could you want? Oh, exactly. God, God. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't get the strip club or next or year. Maybe, maybe not even got the cinema, but you know, pizza, pizza. pizza and comics oh. are secured. So. It's just yeah. absolutely, that's the best combination, isn't it? Really? Mm. Yeah. I'll FaceTime you, you, your little turn if you want. Could yeah, you yeah. fashion like a Bath of Galaxia pizza? Oh, that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I could do that actually. No, I, I'm not gonna. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that. I don't wanna. Yeah. yeah. Don't <laughs> think about it. Don't yeah. have to put money where my mouth is on that one. Every every pizza you get a free comic or vice versa, and then jack the price up. <laughs> jack the price up. I was thinking, that, that's very generous, Dan. Oh, Old Alan Sugar. I see what yeah. you've done there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> It'll work Catch well in lines, always, It's not yeah. free. It's included in the price. That was yeah. always on Yeah. <laughs> so when it's the pizzas and the, the comics underneath the pizza, and then they remove the pizza, the comics absolutely oh, fucked with grease. Right. Right. Yeah. I didn't see this through. Greasy comic. How do you feel about how do you feel about comics that you get like with stuff like packaged with things? I think it's a good idea. I like yeah. it. Yeah. They do it occasionally. With what DVDs do you think about the quality stuff? of those comics? Do you think they should be mm. good? Well, the True Grit comic, do you know who drew that? That nope. went out with the True Grit DVD? It's Christian Wargoose, long before um, Porcelain. Oh, well, that, yeah, yeah. That's a very fucking you're high your bar to start with, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a high bar to start with, considering what I'm about to talk about. Oh, here we go. Which one? 
I've had well, some duffers in with, with Blu-rays, I think. Well, that's how Master Universe started, didn't it? Wasn't it like three comics with figures? There yeah, you go. That. Let me just rewind. Yeah. He just, he did bing, 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 bing. He just, he, <laughs> the, he got the number one prize there, Tony did. Master <laughs> Universe. They've re-brought out some of their figures. Like, with extra oh, right. extra articulation, but essentially they look like the original. Oh, I saw you moaning about you articulation about on Twitter today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And... Um, normally when you go into a toy, toy store these days or a Forbidden Planet, wherever you get toys, I normally look at the toy shelf and think, how much? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. walk out. Well, I don't walk out of the store. No. <laughs> you storm out. You yeah. throw yeah. everything on the but floor. In, in the strangest kind of way, I was in a B&M. You know those, sort of, those stores? <laughs> so on so brand. And so on brand. B&M. I'm not, I'm not being paid by B&M. Um, <laughs> but they had Mass the Universe figures there. And I, for a tenner. Now, for me, a tenner these days, I was like, yeah. "That's a decent, that's a decent price for a child's toy, for a child's yeah. toy." So I bought one. I bought a He-Man. <laughs> yeah. I bought a He-Man because he's the OG. He's the OG. Yeah. They had lots of skeletal, but I'm, you know, He-Man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, got the fit, and it said that, that they've been quite authentic with the, you know, being retro like the old original comics and uh, with the old figures, and they say, "Oh, it comes with a comic." I thought, great. Get this little comic. No, no offense to the art artist because the artist is, you know, fair enough. They, they yeah. got paid. They got paid for it. But it's just piss poor, right? <laughs> it's right. I think in this ra- in this line of figures. Oh my god! Here we go. Oh my god! Fucking I'm about hell. to. I'm about to rant. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fisto. We know yeah, my favorite, it, my favorite. It, it's your yeah. favorite Tony, but he's become popular yeah. over the past couple of years because I think of because of the name, because he wasn't yeah. he wasn't one of the big names. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. I've never seen the cartoon, and I bought a no, figure. No, 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 yeah. no, no. He's part of the new line, right? And now, if you ask me, there should be like Man of Arms or something like that. But the, yes. the, I'm not going to get on that. Right. Grand man, come on! What you get in the first line, Dan? You're on, you're on, you're on, you're with me on this, right? The first line, <laughs> there's six figures. You get He-Man, you get Skeletor, you yeah. get Faker, who is He-Man painted a different colour oh, with Skeletor. Terrible choice. You get Fisto, you get Evil <laughs> Lynn, and then Merman, right? Where's your man at arms? Where's my boy man at arms? Man at arms was it? Was in all, all the episodes, wasn't he? He was yeah. in all of them. He was in all of them. Anyway, anyway, that's by the by. But this <laughs> this comic that comes with a He-Man figure, I would have thought if you're getting a comic that comes with a figure, I know Matt's uh, he's on board with me here because like our favourite comic by one of Matt's best comics is about a guy from Master Universe, so he knows what I'm talking about. Now, <laughs> yeah. now, surely the comic that you get with the action figure should be about that figure. Is that not the case? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's fair enough. What's the comic about? Just some random. It's about. Fisto bumping into He-Man, having a fight with him, and the He-Man turns out to be Faker. He-Man's right. not even in it. He's not even that's in a, it. That's a slap in the face. There's no words. It's about eight pages. So perhaps that's I, wank. Perhaps I'm they used totally to be like that though. The retro ones. They, they, they there weren't no there weren't words in it. It was just yeah. I, I don't. I think, I think I think that's fine because then because you don't put words and pictures in it, you don't have to translate anything for different yeah, markets. Where markets. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that works perfectly well. But surely Cheap. a comic surely a comic should be about the figure that you've purchased. Yeah. Surely. I was looking up to see if I'd get another Fisto for the office, but they're still quite expensive online. Really? You see, 20, I think... 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 
Ten pounds. You should see if you get a fisto. I'll go yeah. back and look for a good fisto. Give me a fisto yeah. when you bang. I've never Matt, heard Matt, what, Matt what, what, you, what you were going to say? You see, I think, Vince, what's happened is <laughs> you have been fooled. Oh, You've yeah. fallen into a classic faker ruse. You've not bought yeah. a He-Man. You have it's bought a well-disguised faker. faker. Don't I give me that. Don't, press, don't play with my melon, I, I man. Did, he was so, so well-disguised. He had <laughs> He-Man's name on the front of the package. Indistinguishable. Classic faker ruse. No, you think yeah. faker? He's rubbish. He's blue. He's not. He's fooled you. Out. He's fooled you. He has fooled you there, Vince. Oh, no. Vince, you mug. You got mugged off by faker. <laughs> no, no, I'm not having this. I'm not having this. I'm right having into this. watchdog or something like that. Right into them. No, those speakers have basically just been sold to like 30, 40 year old men, aren't they? There's no. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. I bought one. In. Oh, okay, I, know, I know what you mean. There's no time we are kid going here. Oh, fuck me, I've got to get a fucking... Oh, man, really I'm need a fist. I mean, if they're talking like that, Dan, that's disgraceful. Kids shouldn't be talking like that at their age. No, they do, though, no, in Croydon. <laughs> Usually by whittling their nails with some kind of switchblade. Yeah. Yeah, some Rambo knife. I, I, I will say, I will say the figure itself is pretty fucking awesome. It's, yes. it's a great figure. But because, like, the comic, I thought... I thought this is great, you know. Kids get this action figure; they get a comic with it. Yeah. Where Where yeah. is the love that goes? Uh, yeah. There's no way anyone seriously buys a Fisto figure without it being a gift or something. It has to be. A, yeah, it has yeah. to. Be. They're making money off just the fact that there's a character called Fisto. I mean, Tony's bought a He-Man That's the figure. only reason I bought That's it. That's the only reason I bought it. Why is he in the first line? Why? He's I'm, got a I'm massive sorry, hand everyone. as well. well people will buy really it for iron, irony, wouldn't they? And yeah. yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry, everyone. I've just, I've just I can't get a betting shop pen up there. Too, now. What, was, what was that line he says? I tried to fist them all, He-Man, but I couldn't manage yeah. it or something. Yeah. yeah. Like that. When, yeah. One, when one of the, um, the, the episodes of the new series that Kevin Smith d- did, which I didn't have a problem with like a lot of people did, but Fisto's in it, <laughs> yeah. and a Fisto's in it because it's Kevin Smith writing it. That's for yeah. one thing. And he says that he says the line, "I'm gonna f- fist Skeletor so bad." Oh, that's, that's nice. That's just because Kevin Smith's written it, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, that. yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit easy to fucking fall it's, into. It's lazy. It's lazy. Drugs. It is lazy. Drugs. Yeah, yeah. The one before was like written before. It was yeah. kind of wasn't self-knowing, was it? No. And... Yeah, they didn't. They didn't know. It's like when oh, this yeah. is the coolest character name did. ever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I always wonder about things, though. Do you remember Lana Lang? I mean, what's Lana backwards? I was always suspicious. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Very suspect. Right. No one can see this. No one can see this, but I'm actually putting in the Zoom chat to the fellas. We don't do that, do we? Images of the chat. Yeah, no one can see, else can see this, but I need because Matt called me out and said I've been. He said it was a faker. I just want to know. I just want to let you know it's a He Man. There you go. I will not I will not rest. I will not sleep <laughs> until everyone Matt knows. is thinking why he's here at this point. He's going, what the fuck yeah, is he still yeah, doing here? Yeah. In fact, I think <laughs> I, 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 no, I think... no, you know what? Like I, I actually have I actually have loads of things, too many things to say. I'm a big Master of the Universe fan. I've got all these <laughs> figures. Yeah. Um yeah, like I, I'm I'm the target audience for these stupid figures. I've got I've got loads of stuff to say. I'm just like I, I better not I better not go, go off. We don't have the, we don't have the time for all the things the, I can say. It's the repaint, isn't it? A fucking He-Man with uh, Skeletor's top on. 
You know what I mean? This kind of yeah, fake, yeah, yeah, fakers just uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a bit of a fucking scam, and like yeah, that normally comes yeah. about like three or four or five lines down the road when they're running out of ideas. That shouldn't be in the first. I mean, because essentially the, the the Master Universe figures are, are just like this, essentially the same frame that they keep punching out. And, yeah. Like the slightly different. There's a glory to that, though, isn't there? Isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's, 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 um, they do that with figures. They do that with comics. It's, yeah. There's oh, a good episode. I don't on know the... if this will. Go on, Matt. I was going to say I don't know if this will calm you down, <laughs> oh. Vince, but that wave with Fisto in it isn't actually the first wave of Master Universe Origins. Uh, the okay. first wave had He-Man, Teela, Man at Arms, Skeletor, Evil In, and Beast Man. That um, sounds reasonable to me. This okay, is actually okay. a later wave <laughs> where the Evil Inn is repainted to look like she did in the 2000 series. It's okay. not the original Evil Inn from the first wave. Um, I think He-Man in that wave has a different face to the He-Man that was in the first wave. They remolded his face. Um, Skeletor in the first wave had a goofy grin. You've really, you've really wave, taught... You, You've taught me down, man. I, I, on, I honestly think, though, I just had an on-air midlife crisis. <laughs> I, I didn't know if it would make you make more angry. I'm a 40-year-old man yeah. talking about a fucking He-Man toy. I have become the thing I hate. Uh, I know he's not supposed to overanalyze He-Man and Master of the Universe, but you know, like, the, the, the gang sitting around and they're coming up with names. Who do you think says, you know what, Masters of the Universe, that's what we should call ourselves? Because that's quite, that's quite presumptuous, isn't like it? Like grandiose, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's like saying you're an awesome comics podcast. Who the fuck yeah. would do that? With that that's shit. 100% fact. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck> yourself. <laughs> Check yourself. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, now you can probably see why I was staying quiet a during the whole yeah. Master Universe thing, because I, I know I know too much. You're an much. expert. I, oh, I, man. I've made a right dick you two should do a Master no, Universe podcast. No, knowing no. too much stupid stuff. No, no, because you haven't known <laughs> too much stupid stuff, because as I was ranting about it, there was probably a few people listening that were like, you don't know what you're talking about, Vince. No. You yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Do you think I should watch an episode, or is it shit? Masters. No, it's shit. <laughs> watch the, watch the, fir- that, watch the first ever episode. who's got all the figures. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch the first episode, Tony. It's marvelous. I used to watch Thundercats. That was all right. That's yeah. Thundercats is yeah, yeah, banging. Anyway, <laughs> banging. <laughs> oh, anyway. Take a breath. All right. Yeah, it's the hot weather, folks. It's just God, really, it's hot. Yeah, yeah man. I'm, yeah. I'm boiling. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we are enjoying the, <laughs> this the chat. Pods. Oh yeah, the pod as always. And Matt. Man, obviously you're gonna you're sticking around for the rest of the show and recommending some stuff. But we we both appreciate you talking about the Comic Con, but also being um very open and honest with us. We really yeah, we thanks, really that, man. That was interesting. Yes. Yeah, yeah oh, thank sure. you. Um, Good. Yeah. You're gonna stick around, aren't you? Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Of course. The, the, the puppy the puppy's not like breaking down the door like Jack Nicholson <laughs> in The Shining, is it? God knows what she's doing. As long as she's not bothering me, I don't care. She could be ripping up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm checked out now. <laughs> No, there's no, there's no noise. I imagine she's asleep. She's probably saving that for five in the morning. Ah, uh, oh, nice. nice, nice, yeah, nice. How long you had it again, Matt? How long you had it? Um, only, only, only a couple, couple of weeks, really. Oh, okay, they stopped. Okay. They stopped that howling all night. You know when you first get them, and they're oh, like, God, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. having a baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so instead, let's talk about some comics. Uh, but. <laughs> Do we yes. have any shout-outs this week, gents? 
Yeah, oh, I've man. got a couple. I've got one that I found online, which I think you guys are going to like. Um, it was sort of rando find of mine because I'm a pervert, obviously. But is, um, that, is, found... that, is that rando or randy? Well, a little bit of both. Oh, yeah. Um, I found Asteroid Belters, which is a pinup special. <laughs> Uh, a oh. collection of I've described it as a collection of saucy but fun sci-fi pinups, and the art looks absolutely incredible. Um, have you guys seen this, by the way? Right. How do you spell it, Tony? I'm gonna. It's a double S. It's like ast- <laughs> like asteroid, but with a double S. That is uh, <laughs> that. That's some absolute high quality wordplay there. Yeah. It, it's funny Which, if, um... if you type that into kick. <laughs> is, is this is this a crowdfunder? Did you say? Yeah. See, sorry, it's on Kickstarter. It's where I found it. Yeah. 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 Now, um, it, le- it leads into a question that we received from Boney Desmond um, hmm. earlier today. So Boney wrote in and asked, have you ever whacked it to a comic? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Boney, for the question. I'd like to say I don't think I ever have. I don't like to make comics dirty for me like that. No, it's like there's a risk of sort of soiling it. Do you, yeah, exactly. Do you, think, do you think that's why people slab them? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. That's why they have to bag them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What about you guys? Uh, Boney would like to know. Is it uh, Boney, thanks for uh, sending in the question. Uh, thanks for yeah. listening to the pod. Um, no! <laughs> That's a yes, Dan. Well, yeah, Dan yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> me thinks he doth protest too much. Um, uh, Matthew, what about you? Yeah, that's a quiet. He's gone quiet. I'm, I'm going to be quite controversial here. Yeah. Um, you know, back when I was younger... Here we Did, go. None of the smart, none of the smartphone stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. You had to get it where you could. The only, the only internet we had was in the family room. Mum and Dad, if you're listening, I'd stop listening after you. <laughs> <laughs> the only internet we had. Maybe was about was twenty in... minutes ago, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, only, yeah. the only internet we had was in the family room. Like, uh, but I could order whatever I wanted on Amazon, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, so it, it was like. Um, it wasn't really like 20 years ago. It was a long time ago. Uh, but yeah. like, yeah, like, um, so, so yeah, I just ordered loads of, I just ordered loads of fucking day comics. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Kept me going through my teenage years. Well, to be fair, yeah. um, <laughs> on your recommends list. Even, even in his, even in his, even in his, because they're all out of print now and they're, they're worth, they're worth loads of money. That is right, man. And I was, we looked at a load in the States and um, Keith is a man in his fifties and he had a little bit of a, an almost incident where he'd stopped reading cherry pop tart when I gave it to him to read. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. There's a so, real, there's a real, um, I'm trying to think of the word to say. I think I've got a couple of copies of penthouse comics. Eros comics and stuff like that. It was loads yeah. of it, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely loads of it. But the, yeah, certainly yeah. On, on crowdfunding, we've talked about it um, yeah. before in the past, like the, those are the ones that always get the money, but there's a real booming market well, normally I sort of normally I sort of scan past them, but the artwork in Asteroid Belters really caught my attention this week, and I have backed it. So I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean the pun work is. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, funnily, top, top funnily enough, funnily enough, it's the only thing that comes in when you uh, type in the word asteroid like oh, that on, on the <laughs> on the search. Um, <laughs> but like, just the words like the, the, there's a bulging package. Yeah. There's, there's an oversized package. There's a surprise package. There's the total package, <laughs> and and what got me yeah. is they don't have stretch goals. They have stretch holes. What? Oh, do they? <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. See, to me, I'm sort of imagining. I like when I often read a comic or, I, or you know back something on on a crowdfunder. I like to imagine the people who are making this, and it, it's almost like to me like like a room full of like maybe Playboy dummies, yeah. no, dummies, Playboy bunnies. <laughs> 
we were sort of sitting <laughs> with something, innit? Playboy bunnies are sort of sitting about drawing comics, but like giggling and looking at each other's breasts and stuff whilst doing it. You know, a lot what? of sexy ladies, okay. you know, in a room together. That's the creators of this comic. That's how I see them in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing is, yeah. <laughs> I also wonder how me putting this into this search is going to affect my Kickstarter algorithm going I'm pleased. Forward. I'm pleased for you. I think it'll cheer you up. I think stop you getting angry about Master of the Universe by looking yeah, at Tony. Belters. Not at all. Vince might quite wildly change your. Quite one's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> He's got secretly hidden depths, dark depths. Vince, no, 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 no. Hold on, back. Must be said when I uh, <laughs> yeah. did that fucking lick it man last week. Oh yeah, mm. you know, I did get loads of recommends, and I know he might want to check out this. Is that like, oh, bloody hell? Look at these. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's a lot of. I mean, there's a certain genre, isn't it? It's like, you know, that sort of yeah. saucy humour and. Funny Lingus comics. <laughs> yeah, funnylingus comics dot com. Funny, funny Lingus. It'll be. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> it'll be. It'll be a topic uh, show one day in the future. <laughs> God, no, yeah. what if I? Yeah. Oh. Bring it on! They always get a, a large listenerships when we do erotic uh, we, comics. Well, they? whatever happens yeah. in the in the privacy of your own home, Tony. Yeah. Good. And the, the other erotic, thing I'd like to do, put your hands all over my comics. <laughs> <laughs> He's singing again. He's singing. I love it when he's singing. You can't call that singing, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the other the other Kickstarter I'd like to shout out, which will have a day to go when you're listening to this, is Clownface and Mask of Fear. It has one day to go. It's a full um, colour, gory slasher comic from Hellbound Media. I like what those guys do. I think yeah. I, I'm glad that they're doing it, and they they know. They know their market. They know the gory slasher stuff yeah. they do, and they do it with a little smirk sometimes. But it's yeah. good stuff, and uh, I've backed it. They were fantastic fun one. when we did uh, Halloween comics. They were, weren't years they? Ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though they did introduce us to a lady who has an OnlyFans account, <laughs> I'm scared you. She did. You scared you. You hid under the table. I was gone. Then my two. Oh dear, uh, Dan, you got any? I've got an absolute myriad of uh, oh, Kickstarter he's used, comics. Big, he's used a big word. Come on. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to rattle through them quite quickly. Uh, we've got 10 Earth-Shattering Blows, Tone 1, the first oh, arc yes. of the popular webcomic. Uh, 10 Earth-Shattering Blows, a crazy action-packed ride, funny arrives in book forms. That's smashed for its uh, target, and you've got another 26 days to go. We've got a Slash Royale, or Slash a horror comic series, after the murder of his father. He followed the young man's hunt for revenge. He goes up against the most evil Slash of all time. That's actually smashed for his goal. You've got another 10 days to go on that. Uh, that's fantastic. We've got uh, Limits. What if he had the most powerful weapon in the world, but no way to recharge it? Uh, that's just shy of its goal, but we've got absolutely tons of time in it. I highly recommend that book. It's a great comic. We've got The Legend of Mariposa, The Vulcan's Challenge. Bombastic Luke Libre comic action. 16 luchadors enter. Only one can win. The Legend of La Mariposa continues. That's rapidly uh, getting to its goal. 20 days to go. That's a fantastic comic. We've got a no-brainer by friend of the show, Edison yep. Neo. That's the 48th page. Fourth issue comes to two big stories featuring the brand new story, Kaiju Cash, which he kind of uh, let us know about and talk about on the last, when he, he was on last, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I bet that. Yeah, yeah, it's got three like days that. to go. Not long to go, that one. Hmm. Yeah. Ah, shit, maybe on that one. Uh, so two days by the time you listen to this. We've got School 2, uh, which will have three days to go when you, you hear this. That's Punch Risk Goal. School 2, a comic magazine featuring the School Lords and special guest comics interviews features School. And last but not least, we've got Morgan's Organs, 
Uh, issue one to four, the adult anatomy workplace comedy. We see the body as an office building where the organ workers keep the human alive, except Morgan's body don't give a crap about him. Highly recommend it. All the Morgan's organs one to three are brilliant comics. If you Good. like the humor of this show, you'll like that. So, yep. Your yep. Oh, and also, uh, last but not least, I appeared on Two Geeks Talking with. Oh, yeah, um, I've been Ad watching Kirk. that. Yeah, uh, Sasso. Uh, I can't remember anything I fucking said because it was like one of the. You're morning. very interesting, my friend. I watched it and enjoyed oh, it. Oh, thank you. It was Ian Ashcroft, but it sounded like the most uh, hard job interview of your life. And it, Kurt does throw some real hardball questions at me. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. What's that? Yeah. I'm not All sure. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, not like, you know, what the square root of 32.10 mm. is like that. Mm. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. Challenge your dad to think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, there's a shout out I, I forgot to say. Um, Dan, this would be uh, this would be one for you. Do you know there's a Robocop video game coming out? Oh, so, I've heard about this. Did you know about that, Dan? Tell me yeah, all did, about it. I've never, did you I'm know not, about that, Dan? No one's, men- no one's mentioned yeah. it. Um, Still my funniest joke. I set the alarm. <laughs> I set the alarm for half one in the morning so I could text him that message the other day because it made me laugh so much. Thanks for everyone who sent me that. I really, uh, <laughs> not, not having a pot, but I'm yeah. glad I'm in your thoughts. It, as it, it says a lot that everyone knows what one of your favourite films of all time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think when he got to the eighth one, you went, look, everyone's really kind, but eight people have messaged me about that. <laughs> we're yeah. upon, we're upon, I messaged you saying, did you know there was a, uh, yeah. yeah. And then I set the alarm for half one and did it. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Tony <laughs> did it about five times in an hour. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. waited, Platforms. waited for 24 yeah. hours to do it out of the blue again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes so, me uh, laugh so much. Yeah. 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 But I'll send, oh, you, no, can I'll, I'll send you a link. To, I'll send you a link, Dan, to the video. So yeah, please do. Yeah. Can I give a little shout out to my shout out to my mate Crystal? She's on a sort of sponsored thing at the moment. Um, I'll tell you. I think I've told you about it on the chat, haven't I, guys? Yes. Yes. Tell you about it afterwards, Matt. So well done. She's reached the bronze level on it. So oh, well done, wonderful. Oh, That's very proud of you. She messaged yeah. me earlier saying she's reached bronze. So yeah. yeah. Good luck. Do good luck, think, mate. Do you think gold Go is on the horizon? God. Do you think gold gold is on the horizon? She's going for gold. Going for going for. No, left me hanging. I was expecting people to say gold then. Matthew Kelly. See, I was going to say gold, and then no one yeah. else said it, and I was oh. like, shit, I'm glad I didn't <laughs> say gold. Yeah, yeah, don't. We were supposed to say gold. Yeah, I mean, you you say gold. Yeah, you were. You'll, be, you'll be interested in it, Matt. I'll tell you all about it when we finish this. And Matthew Kelly be... also didn't do going for gold. Yeah, he did. No, it wasn't Matthew Kelly. He was the other no, dude, the like... Irish dude. Yeah, the yeah. Irish fella. See, Matthew. you had a go at me and then immediately realised you were wrong, Tony. I'm going to yeah, cherish, sorry. I'm gonna cherish well, that. That's me, I don't mind admitting I'm wrong. I'm not, I don't mind Matthew Holness. No, no that's, that's Bob Holness. <laughs> also, inst- interestingly, <laughs> the first Wait. person ever to play James Bond. Did you know that story? I bored you with that fact before. Was he? Yeah, he did it on the radio. Oh, wow. Oh, Henry fucking Kelly. Henry Kelly. Henry fucking Kelly. <laughs> Dude, there was two, two people who re- remember what going for gold was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, if there's ever a drop in the advert- like the advertising schedule where they didn't have a program to run, they were, oh, what the fuck are we going to do? I'll put on series two, episode 37 of Going for Gold. Uh, yeah. no, I, I remember it when I was a little kid around my nan's house and like just it was daytime telly, wasn't it? It was a daytime telly yeah. game show. Yeah. yeah. And they, sort of they students got, like, didn't got they? A students who whose yeah. English wasn't their wrong language and they had a bit of banter back and forth where they tried to answer questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good old anyway, yeah. Good luck, Crystal. Yeah, yeah. You're in our thoughts. Yeah, be working. You know, get get your rewards as it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just letting Dan flounder towards the end of that yeah. sentence. Didn't know where uh, to take that one. No, no. Yeah. But speaking of gold medal uh, worthy 
stuff. How about we oh, recommend? Vince, some... Love it. Thanks, very yeah, nice. Uh, yeah. How about we recommend some comics? And as always, the guest goes first. Would you, what do you want to recommend to our lovely listeners, Matt? Uh, today, I will be recommending. Very are, you, are you saying it? Are you saying it like like you're on like? I thought he's about to give out an Oscar. Uh, yeah, I don't today, know. Matthew, I will be recommending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, sorry, we interrupted you. I remember last time I recommended something. I just sort of mumbled through it. I was like trying to, I was trying to be like, I was trying to really go for it. Um, <laughs> because uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, you're throwing me off now. Uh, <laughs> what was it called again, Matt? I forgot what you called it. Daddy. It's called yeah, Daddy, and it's by Beatrice Mossman. Right. And, um, yeah, so Daddy by Beatrice Mossman. Um, I think it's an issue one. What's we call it? It says on the back, number one of the Daddy issues. Um, but it's a really cool book. It's about, well, it's about how her father passed away before she was born. Um, so it's kind of like an autobiography thing, but it's kind of like li- just little stories, like, based around... Uh, that subject sort of like showing different times in her life when she's thought about it or when it's affected her and things like that. Um, it, her, her dad, um, it says at the beginning, her dad passed away at, at a funeral. He he drowned while oh, he God. had gone away to someone else's funeral um, about a week after he'd found out that he, he was going to become a dad. So he died before she was born, um, right. which is really mm. intense. Um, yeah. But her, her dad um, was an was something of an artist, and in the front of the comic, um, it shows like a painting by him, and, and also bizarrely, he had like a, I think a, like a a mold, like a cast mold made of his hand, like so she has like a model of his hand, which is really cool. Oh, wow. um, and those and those things sort of like come up in the in the comics. Like I say, they're all just sort of like little mini stories and stuff, but like. You know, she's like um, she compares the 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 hand to like like a fossil, like his fossil sort of thing, and um, that um, just like yeah, just like really bizarre weird things. And she talks about and it it kind of like reflects back on sort of these things I've been saying. I kind of see this from like another perspective, like you know, like being a dad who sort of contemplated uh, my own mortality sort of thing, especially with like being being ill this year and stuff like that it, was re- it really sort of spoke to me and stuff and seeing things from the other side and stuff but her sort of like um kind of um kind of trying to sort of like know her father like through through his art and um there's also there's all sorts of there's a really unique perspective of just someone who who grew up without a dad and knowing that he died and things like that and things about like not remember it like not knowing his his face and things and there's a few times where she kind of um compares him like to darth vader like darth vader kind of like stands in as her dad um throughout some of the story which is like really interesting there's like there's one story in it where she um once she reaches puberty she feels like really guilty every time she masturbates because she's worried that her dad can see her and it's like a which is something i always worried about like the mm. dead people being able to see everything that you can do and it'd be weird to like you know have your dad as sort of ultimate authority figure like oh, yeah. you know like kind uh, of the reason i cover up the webcam at work you know <laughs> yes, yeah yeah exactly and <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a really funny story where that darth vader comes in and he cuts off her wanking hand <laughs> yeah, maybe that was what it meant in, in the empire strikes back maybe that yeah. yeah. i am your father <laughs> stop doing that you dirty bastard stop playing with yourself you little yeah. bastard yeah. 
and there's just like there's just like loads of like weird little stories and really sort of like unique perspectives and reflections on things there's like a really interesting one where i had like a funny well, kind of funny story i guess i don't know i found it funny <laughs> i don't know if it's supposed to necessarily be funny but um there's like a painting that her dad had did that their dad did and she thinks it's a like a, a cyclops and she's like oh i love this kid of drawing up a cyclops kid and she's like mimicking this like oh, this crazy little cyclops kid and her mum's like oh that's a that's actually a painting of your brother as a baby and then you see the painting and it shows it again it's like oh yeah i can see it looks like a minion like the head just looks like a big eye but then when you see the painting again it's like oh yeah that's a baby and that's the baby's head right. and stuff and she sort of like uh like recontextualizes all these things in her mind and um but um yeah so it's just full of like all these like like funny little stories and then some are, some are sad but they're all like they're also sort of like different kinds of stories but they're all really creative um and just all, all sort of like interestingly told like some like i say some are a joke and then some like kind of like leave, leave you more to sort of like a, like think about things or just sort of like telling a perspective or a line of thought that she would often have and stuff like that but um the, the the thing that made this comic stood out and this straight away is the most remarkable thing is it's in the shape the whole comic is in the shape of a coffin all right um so it's really really cool and it comes with like a little like almost like a sleeve that's like flowery like the whole thing is just like really incredible to look at it's like um it it's kind of like it looks like it was bound like individually like sti stitched together and there's like pages where portions have been like cut out and you can see through to the next page and they're kind of like windows um from one page to another and seeing other people and things like that it's just a really amazing looking book the art inside is all just it's really graphic just full of like really really tight lines everything just looks absolutely incredible i honestly don't know how you could see this book and not at least be intrigued by it it's just like yeah. as soon as i saw the book i instantly went to um i think to, to etsy and i bought everything that she that was on there Oh, really? And, and all, all the books are, yeah, all the books are really incredibly beautiful um, and just really um, well well made. And just like th th there's books that have like kind of like um, shiny red paper kind of glued into the pages, making kind of like a like a blood, a blood, bloody mirror that you can see yourself in almost and stuff like that. Like some really, really cool ideas. They've all got like, like little portions cut out and little windows every comic came like individually wrapped with like a ribbon and like sealing wax on it. Like, like so much attention to detail in all of these books are absolutely incredible. So yeah, the, it's an amazing looking book and the contents I think are just really, really good as well. Like, everything about it just really speaks to me. Like, and, that's like, a nice so, find, wow. man. Yeah. That sounds great. It's, it's yeah. really super nice. And if you like sort of auto bio, it's, it's, it is auto bio, but then, because they're just sort of like li little punchy stories all about this one subject, nothing sort of overstays its welcome. And it's, it's yeah, really incredible. I just think, um, you got the link to yeah, hand for that. Mm. Dude, or? Um, no, I don't cause <clears throat> I'm, I'm unprepared and rubbish. Um, <laughs> I will stick it in. Wait, yeah, we'll stick but, it in. Um, yeah, yeah. But you can, I think you can find Beatrice Mossman is just um, on Twitter and Instagram, Beatrice Mossman. Um, so, B E A T R I C E M O double S M A N, and then that's how I found a link to her Etsy store. I think so. Yeah. Amazing. Go direct to the source and get the book. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's what we're about. Yeah. Totally. Who would like to go next? 
Well, I've got two babes. Do you want me to, to bookend? Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've got a couple of short ones, but you can bookend this. Okay, well, if I go first and you go next, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so my my first one is called Fuff, F-U-F-F, um, by a guy called Jeffrey Lewis. Um, I, got, I bought his shoes 11 and 12. Have you guys ever heard of this dude? No. No, I'm a bit ashamed that I haven't, um, to be fair. Um, it was new to me. They were selling a run of them at, um, gosh, yesterday when I popped in, um, and... I thought I'd just grab a couple of the recent ones. It actually goes up to 13. I think they'd sold out on the most recent copy. They're only $3.50 um, and £4.50 in gosh, which I think is good value. It's a good price, isn't it? Um, yeah. As well as being a comic creator, if any kind of looking into him, and you, you find out in his comic as well, he's also a busy musician. Um, if you look on Spotify, you can find loads of his stuff. Um, he's either as Jeffrey Lewis with a J or um, Jeffrey Lewis and The Voltage, is the current band. Um, he describes himself as also an illustrator. Um he he's actually done comics and artwork for a lot of music projects so there's a real we see this quite a lot occasionally don't we see a lot of you know peter bag did album covers new daniel clouds did album covers you know you sort of think Mm. you you see a lot of crossover stuff but he's also done comics for bands as well as their albums so he's had an album artwork and comics for the bands like the cribs um a favorite band of mine he's done some stuff for the mountain goats and he did a comic promotion for their song San Bernardino, which is very catchy. Now I said San Bernardino, look that up because you won't, you won't leave your brain for a while. And also the band Art Brute, who were sort of cool for quite a long time, weren't they? Um, so on an impulse, I bought the comics and they were actually a really nice surprise. Um, US comic size, black and white interiors, um, and like I say, a good sensible price. Um, the artwork reminds me a little bit of um, maybe even maybe Evan Dorkin, something like that. Um, they go from being quite sort of straightforward, almost like clean line. And then when the sort of narrative builds, they become this sort of just crash bang wallet page full of the craziness. You know, that we used to store with stuff like milk and cheese. Um, yeah, really, 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 he shows some real skills in it. Um, that actually had me feeling bad that I hadn't read anything by him before and not recognised his work previously. I may have seen it before, but it's certainly not a name that I really went to. Um Issue 11 has got a number of stories in it, but the main o- an opening story, you know, quite often in an anthology, the opening story will be the long one, and then there's a few shorter ones at the back, and it's called Stories My Dad Tells, which I think is just a genius story, a genius sort of narrative structure. Now, Jeffrey's dad is clearly something of a character and a storyteller, and he it has him sitting in a coffee shop with Jeff's brother, and he gives him a, a long story. It starts off with the two of them just sitting across the table, which is very Adrian Tomine, isn't it? You know, it's that sort of, it's got a little bit of that feel to it. Just two people across the table talking to each other, but it just goes off on one, which mm. I, I loved. And it's, um, <clears throat> he's sitting there and he's, he's telling his son why he gave up a career in psychology and his son's going, yeah, whatever, you know? And it turns out that he went to a cabin in the woods, did too much acid and then allegedly <laughs> met a caveman who turned out to be his ancestor and talked him out of a career in psychology, which is just fucking loved. Yeah. I love that. Um, the end of the issue is narrated by the caveman who it turns out um, went to Hollywood and tried to pitch movies after this happened um, and he tried to mit- pitch something I think you'd like it actually Dan it's called Drone Strike Native Soil that was one uh, another story he tried pitching right. Hollywood a story about paparazzi photographers trying to get photographs of um, zombie celebrities after there's been, there's been a zombie apocalypse um, and another story about um, uh, which is called Alexandria which is a riff on the, the great library you know but in yes. the future, the internet has gone down in 2095 and it's called Alexandria. So this is just sort of stories of this caveman wandering around trying to um, pitch stories in Hollywood, which it just went off on one. And I just thought, oh, I didn't really didn't expect that from this sort of, you know, it looks a little bit like, you know, your everyday 
indie American UK comic where there's sort of two people talking, you think, oh, here we go, yawn, yawn. And then it just goes off on one and goes a bit crazy. Now, 12 didn't let me down at all, not from the moment that it started at all. So issue 12 was about um, God, who is flying about through all of reality in the Starship Enterprise, and he's a bit bored. And he keeps trying to create new things. And at one point he says, let there be brightness. And then he says, ah, no, that's too similar to that other thing I created. Oh, fuck. Oh, this. So, so this is immediately a bit nuts. Um, and then characters from previous issues of Fuff, which it, I love just saying that word, Fuff. That's a great name for it. I don't know where it comes from. Um, um, start contacting us with questions. So Annabella the Gambler and her unicorn moose. She, she contacts God and says, can, can you tell me, is communism better than capitalism? And he sort of has discussion with her. And then uh, the sitar playing clan, who was in issue four, apparently. And then he asked God, has the internet improved life? Um, and so he just gets in there and he riffs on these ideas and on these characters from older stories. And it just becomes, I mean, God knows how much ink and how much time he spent on some of these pages, but gorgeous stuff. Really, really good. Um, I also went and invested in listening to his stuff on Spotify and there are, God, it's about 20 albums on there. Wow. He's only sort of lyrically funny, you know, very like the Mountain Goats, actually. Just little stories about <clears> why he liked the food in England or, you know, stuff like that. There's, one, there's a whole album called The Crass Album, which I immediately listened to as my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, and he's, if you look at him on Instagram, you can find him on Instagram, Jeffrey Lewis Band, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, Jeffrey Lewis Band. Um, you can find his website, the Jeffrey Lewis site. Dot com, which I also think is kind of genius. Um, and you can see there's, he's done a post about dropping comics off with Gosh and stuff. And he's currently on tour. I think he's just had an album out. There's one of these sort of multimedia guys where you can, you know, you, can not, you don't have to just look at the comic. You've got an album to listen to. There's some short films and stuff like that. And I kind of like that sort mm. of thing, really. Um, yeah, so that's called Fuff. There you go. Nice. Cool. Um, so I'll go up next. Uh, a couple okay. of short ones, because I've been uh, looking at some sort of like comic strips and sort of amusing panel type things i'm discovering on my instagram actually um because they're just quick and easy like four panel reads so um do you have dark humor guys and listeners no 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 you don't believe in dark humor (laughs) then maybe the the daily obstruction might be oh do you know what i'm so pleased when i saw you said you were going to talk about this because i regularly post this on the slack because it's fucking mental it is mental and absolutely amazing i i Obviously, I've been reading on Instagram. So yeah, that's why it, I look at it. Yeah. So yeah. daily obstruction uh, on Instagram, um, and they're just they're funny little. You know, it's almost like a random. They're just different sketches, different twisted sketches. On uh, Twitter, there's uh, it's daily obstruct, and there's just uh, you could just go onto that page and just scroll down all the different things. Now they're weird, wonderful, and dark twisted sketches. Um, very, <laughs> but very clever at the same time. Um, to tell you the sort of humour that immediately make, th- I mean, these strips make me laugh out loud. They make you laugh out loud, Tony. Because uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they crackers. The yeah. one here, the one I will point out because some of these you just need to see for yourself. Two guys um, trying to write um, sort of articles. Um, one was going writer's block. Yeah, I can't think of a good title for my article. What's it about? It's the merging of the nation's two biggest rope manufacturers. Hmm. How about rope companies tie the knot? Wow. That's better than what I had. <laughs> and then it cuts to a page of a notepad that just says, This merger will have you shooting ropes of cum. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the latest, the latest one, the second one, the, the, the latest one, is almost. It, there's a real sort of Junji Ito influence to his latest one about the chimney fucker. Have you seen this one? <laughs> yeah, Tony? yeah, I like this one. Yeah, it's like yeah. black and white, and there's cross hatching and stuff, and there's um, two guys in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Have I ever told you about the chimney fucker? No, what's that? And then you see like there's all these sound effects, and these hands appear at the top of this, like appearing from a chimney. Some things are better learned first hand, which is dark enough as itself. But then later, there's the guys in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of a lake on a boat. No chance of us seeing that chimney fucker out here. Yeah. <sighs> Let's get back to that chimney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah, it's hilarious. There's some twi- brilliant. It reminded me of that onions thing you sent me, Dan. Yeah. Do you remember that dude? Yeah, yes. a bit like that. Yeah. yeah. What's that guy called again? <laughs> Some of the onions. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember now. Yeah, you got um, me the book, didn't you, on Christmas? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just loads of different sketches. I think the first one I saw, there's a mouse talking to a teddy bear who looks quite sad, and the mouse is going, you should be more open with people. The teddy bear smiles, and the next next frame is he's flashing someone in the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Daily Obstruction, check it out, because, you know, it will just... There's a wonderful darkness to it. That I think is really appealing. I think they're. I think they're a US created. I don't want to. I'm not sure. No, I don't know. But no. it definitely feels like a like a. There's a dark English humour to it. Do you know what I mean? A, a dark British sort of humour. There's a. Yeah, love it, love it. Check it out. It'll make you laugh all the time. Cool. Dan, what have you got? I've got a superhero comic on Webtoon. Hey, which is. Uh, I'm not sure if that's careful or not. But it only launched yesterday on the. Oh wow. Uh, that's a lie. It launched, yeah, it on the 9th of July. Oh, it was right. And it's yeah. called Spand X. And it's uh, Toshi, a.k.a. Botflyer, becomes the psychic and lover of the world's most powerful superhero, Masterpiece. When the relationship starts to sour, Toshi's supervillain crush helps him devise a way to survive the world's most dangerous breakup. Uh, and the first chapter's on there in two parts. And it eventually it tells the kind of uh how these two characters meet uh botfly and what she what's her name called again can never remember it masterpiece and they're they're falling a robbery by a rock paper scissors who is a, a trio of bad guys and uh it's a real load of fun uh when they sort of like fall this robbery and uh they're talking to one of and she's like what was your name he's like oh, botfly she's what that insect that lays parasites and other animals if you went no like robot fly he goes, you're going to have to think about that, rethink that name. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's a nice little costume that, that the main character's got. It's like all black with kind of like green symbol on it. It, it, it looks really nice. So I can't wait to see where this goes. It's so is it, has, it, has it sort of uploaded like a bunch of pages and then it's going to go one at a time? Is that how web teams work? So I it... don't well, I, I don't know if they do this thing where they update weekly, bi-weekly or monthly. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll send it in the uh, chat, but we'll put it in the... Uh, yeah. But there's more than enough notes. to get you... If, if, if you kind of like read this and think, yeah, this, I love this, <clears throat> yeah. subscribe to it, and then you get notified every time a new episode comes along. And the artist's name, which I'm going to murder now, is Ross Radke, R-A-D-K-E. Okay. Uh, and you can find them on Instagram, for slash Ross Radke, uh, Twitter, R Radke. And it, it's all this stuff on there. It's got a really nice style, very kind of modern, and I'm kind of a marvel the way they, they put these 
strip sacks. They seem a lot of work in a webtoons comic. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah that's, so, a, that's a great, yeah. that's a fun looking title. Yeah, that's really so good. Go go check that one out. So obviously they're gonna get together and then it's all gonna go wrong. So, Classic. Yeah, good stuff. Um, before Tony finishes us off, who were? Oh. Uh, my other uh, quick funny tunes for you to check out on a daily basis is from Mr. Will Henry, uh, who calls himself a simple cartoonist, and he's the creator of Wallace the Brave, um, which is a title that I wasn't really uh, aware of before. But this is um, this is very much sort of like uh, Calvin Hobbes. Um, if you take out the fantastical, like the Hobbes part of it, and it is just the daily adventures of a mischievous little kid. And the parents around them, and just the day to day. This, this is amazing. <laughs> this book, and it, I've just discovered it, and it seems like um, Will has. There's there's a couple of books of it. There's a couple of collections of paperbacks. So if you look on Amazon for like Wallace the Brave, there's I think the fourth one came out fairly recently. But um, I I discovered it on Instagram, uh, Mr. Will Henry. You can follow him on Instagram there, and that's a perfect sort of place. <clears throat> that's one of the good avenues of that sort of site, I think, for newspaper style strips because yeah. of the way it reads um yeah. and uh, yeah. certainly this is a good example of that because um you know i mean i'm just picking up on the latest ones and it's just kids enjoying the summer but they're just you know there's quite a few it, i read on there yeah 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 even old ones they put this cabinet hobbs ones and stuff yeah like that as well, yeah yeah um but this is um this is right in the wheelhouse as a, as a lovely uh it's, it, will's got a great sort of sketchy sort of style that works brilliantly but it's the writing to get both the voices of the kids and like the parents as well to get them on that same sort of level is amazing stuff because um yeah i was chuckling at all of them and uh i, I don't want to spoil anything for you because all of them have that lovely pace but all of the jokes absolutely land uh i mean the latest adventure adventure um was wallace was just leading a bunch of his mates to because he went wanting to throw his shoes into the bay um, and as as little kids do, it's like, yeah, right. Let's watch him do this. So there's a load of kids just following him. All his mates are following him just to see, like, you know, when you just you made the best of your time when you were a little kid, didn't you? You're just hanging out with your mates. It's like, right, let's just hang about, just playing about in a field or by a river. It's that it, it captures the fun of uh, being a kid, um, but for a grown up sort of audience as well. It's it's amazing yeah. stuff. Um, and uh, some of the kids are quite dark minded so uh, that appeals to me as well so yeah follow Mr Will Henry and get on Wallace the Brave because I'm going to um, go and uh, back order some some of the original collections oh right. nice that's, that's great, great. Yeah, yeah. That's great stuff. I think they're going to be small little um, collections as well I think they're only like uh, 7 8 pound a book that kind of thing so great stuff anyway Tony finishes off oh so just very quickly before I do my final one is um, for the Zay Bernay um fans orchard issue one that's come out um, i most order mine online it's technically not a comic it's a lot of art by him short stories um like a very sophisticated scene i suppose and it comes with a dvd package and it, i got a lovely print of a buffalo um so i know we were big fans of his work when we met him at thought mm. i know you subsequently went and got his comic didn't you yeah uh, his graphic novel the um just if you want absolutely stunning that, stunning artwork <clears throat> yeah the line work on that fucking hell incredible mm. so but the main one i'm going to talk about is it will all hurt it actually turns out this is issue two it's quite hard to figure out which issue it is um well this is i know this is issue one i've got <clears throat> by farrell dalrymple um for those who probably remember him best he for the, the amiga the unknown stuff he did at marvel god mm. 10 years ago i'm gonna say um good 
it's a good price, eight dollars or six ninety nine in gosh. I don't know how they work <clears> in that, but it's six ninety nine. Um it's got a brown paper cover. Um <clears throat> like a almost like the quality of paper you get on a brown paper bag, like a thick version of that, you know? And, and running along the bottom, it's a wraparound cover, is white and pink characters standing in a, a devastated urban area along the bottom bottom third of the page almost. Uh, and it's just really striking. Um I was with I went shopping in gosh with Sarah. Um, friend of the show, Sarah Harris, um, yesterday, and she said you should get that because it's good. And I thought, right, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to talk about it. It's just an utter impulse buy, but it's a good value. Um, the interiors are like a newsprint paper, which I really loved. I showed you guys before we started, didn't I? Um, which allows the colours, you know, the newsprint, the colours sharp differently, don't they, on that paper? But it almost allows it to almost soak into the page a little bit, I'm going to say. Um, <clears throat> there's a sort of matte effect to newsprint-style comics that are printed, which is, I find very pleasing to the eye. There's no sort of super glare off the page. I know you've talked about it before, Dan, haven't you, about uh, having to angle a comic on the train so you can, you can actually read it. Yeah. Um, slightly bigger than a US comic, but slightly smaller than A4 from a size point of view. I have to, I'm just super jealous of the format. I just want to copy it. It's really nice. In Broad Strokes, it's a science fiction comic. Um, it has a kind of purposely diverse group of characters from all different characters, from one who's a girl surviving in the that sort of aforementioned wasteland, this sort of post-apocalyptic wasteland, where there's some kind of strange disease spreading. She turns her body over and there's this sort of green creature on its face and, um, you know, quite quite shocking almost. But the also there's like a pointy-eared alien spaceman who's up in space and he's he's um, living in a pod that's floating above this planet. Um, there's a young kid who can trans transmute matter and um, he can do it by... <clears throat> blowing into the neck of a glass bottle as if it's like a flute and making a noise and this transmutes transmutes matter. Um, there are mutated people, shadowy monsters. Um, there's like these sort of iconically prophetic um, animals like crows and stuff and rats sort of in the background, in the foreground, which obviously have some kind of meaning. Um, there's even just a sort of small portion of it that's just about a cat. A lot of it is wordless, actually, um, but occasionally it has sort of scant handwritten style lettering. So it almost looks like it's um, handwriting on the page as opposed to your more sort of formal lettering styles. Um, <clears throat> it's stories. It's, it's a mix of all different things, actually. It's stories, images, comics, and they make this, they take this sort of leisurely pleasure in their own jumping about in subject matter and narrative and stuff in an almost sort of um, flippant non sequitur, really. It's it, it's kind of purposely not joined up, which I kind of like. Um, <clears throat> absolutely gorgeously realised. The colours um, have that muted watercolour palette and just, I just really enjoy looking at it. Sometimes we rush through comics, don't we? Sometimes we think, I want to get to the end of this. You know, sometimes comics are designed that way. You know, exciting comics are designed that way. So you, hmm. you keep turning the page. But this one, I really sort of felt like I could take my time on it. Um, I haven't got a fucking Scooby-Doo what goes on in it, to be fair. But, uh, I don't really know what's happening, but it's a pleasure to read and a pleasure to look at. And um, it's, yeah, it's just gorgeous. It's just a lovely, lovely thing to look at. Um, and <clears throat> on the small press shelf, I don't really know what Daryl Farrompers doing these days. I sort of, I see him occasionally, but I think from now on, I'll, I'll, I will purposely search him out. Um, very um, individual in what he does. Um, and there's, it's almost like um if you think of it, it's almost like kids' storybook kind of art, but with 
like something of an edge, something of a twist, which I think mm. is, looks lovely. The back of it has a lot of pinups and some design work and stuff like that. It's published by Study Group Comics, so studygroupcomics.com. On Instagram, you can find um, Daryl um, on Farrell, F-A-R-E-L-D-A-L, Farrell Dow. <clears throat> I was a bit shocked, actually, because normally on the shelf in Gosh, I expect all the comics to be new, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. There's, there's some competition to get on the shelf in Gosh. They don't take everything, you know? Mm. Um, but this is from 2015, so I don't know why it suddenly appeared. I don't know if he's popped in the shop or something and had some yeah. overputs. Or they found some in the back room or something. But, uh, yeah, if you can get into Gosh, find yourself a comic. Otherwise, I think you can still get it at studygroupcomics.com. But lovely. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. It will all hurt. Well... Well, no matter when you heard this episode, I'm sure some of these comics are new to you. Yep. So um, go forth and seek them out and, and check them out and just enjoy a week of comic reading. Uh, thank you again to you, Matt, for joining us. It's, it's, yeah, been, a, it's, been, a, it's been a long yeah, one. Yeah, I've just looked at the clock. It's, gone, it's zoomed past that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's a problem when we have, you know, you just... We like you so much, Matt. We force you to listen to Always us. Babes. Even, even yeah. a long time. Yeah, thank he's you. not there. He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's gone. He's left. Don't uh, say that. Am I, st- am I still here? Yeah, yeah you are still here. Yeah, yeah. It's a kind of anxiety dream now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You're not dreaming. This is this is just my awkward wrap up where I say we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, including events that you may be putting on for Small Press Day, yeah, please let us know. Um, so more great events like Coco Comic Con can be shout- shouted out on this show in the lead up to August the 13th you can e- email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com follow us on the twitter at the awesome pod where we'll be shouting about said events retweeting getting the word out about comics etc and uh, you know just rec- just introducing people to more new work which is what we want to do on a weekly basis if you do the book of faces go to facebook.com slash awesomecomicspodcast there's a community group awesome comics talk on there the Awesome Comics Podcast Slack channel is, as always, busy as hell and accepting yeah. lovely people to join us. So if you want to get in... Uh, just get, message one of us. Just we'll message one of yeah, us yeah, yeah. and we'll send you the link and everything um, to get involved there. Uh, thank you for listening to us, whether it was on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com. If, if you listen to us on any other sort of networks like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what other networks are you on, Tony? We're on Podvabbing. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh god don't don't look it up um, do. yeah I had to I like the, so did I you have to Dan did you no, have to I just I conned him into it didn't I because I said something about vabbing and you went vabbing question mark and then you went come on in what's it what is it and I said it's great I had to no, do I clearly wasn't going to tell you I mean I mean the red flag went, is uh, there isn't it the red flag <laughs> yeah, is there yeah, yeah. I couldn't resist I'm, I'm yeah. Honest. Yeah. is this yeah. my uh Curious nature. I can't acknowledge. I, I sent the word. I sent just the word question mark vabbing to Dave Kennedy, and he said, "I don't dare look it up." And I said, "Dave, fear is the mind killer, my friend." Yeah. Oh, don't be stupid. Don't be afraid yeah. to go forth and follow us, though. And where can people find us online, etc.? Tony, neverridanything.com. There you go. There you Easy. go. For all your comics needs. Uh, Dan, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Vanguard Comic, and you can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com. Nice. You can follow me at Jester Diablo, where I'll be t- taking pictures of my cats. And uh, if you're on junk. Twitch, yeah, my junk. You yeah, uh, want to hear more about this fucking program you do, Vince? And uh, yeah. Wednesday, 13th of July, uh, Wednesday, 13th of July, I'm going to try uh, streaming 
uh, a tabletop it's RPG. Is that so soon? Oh, fucking that's hell. Fu- I mean, that's this Wednesday. That's, that's in a couple this, of days. Yep. Uh, so twitch.tv. I'll have to figure out what Twitch is. Yeah. Slash just a Diablo. Um, there'll be a video on demand afterwards as well. But it's it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun and a bit of gaming. So we can watch along, can't you? And comment yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, there'll be it'll go on YouTube later as well. So nice. can I see you? Will you, will you yeah, show yeah, your face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so what time is it? What time is it? It is uh, seven fifteen. No, seven. Yeah, seven thirty is when the when we're starting. That's, that's when you go in live. Yeah. So when you launch, as it yeah. Were. yeah. So oh, if good. you if you like a bit of science, uh, gaming and science fiction and horror, and uh, yeah, just loads yeah. of cool stuff and and storytelling because that's what I'm all and about, bits. baby. Yeah, raunchiness. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> find that there. But Matt, thank you again for yeah, joining thanks, us man. and, and telling one. us about the the Comic Con etc. and your work. Where can people find you and more details about your work? Um, I'm on. Uh, Twitter at Sheriff Freak. Still the um, best name ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cheers, yeah. Instagram Sheriff underscore Freak. Bit less good that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and you can uh, check out the comics that I'm selling at what is it? MattSimmonsComics.BigCartel.com. Yes, and stuff and, and, uh, Yeah, don't forget to check out uh, Coco the Coco, uh, Coco Comics website for more information about Coco Comics. Yeah, it's a good site there as well, man. Loads of nice, yeah. easy links and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go forth, check out loads of those, those links. Get Matt's comics because they are brilliant. Trust us. Um, just wherever you are in the world, we hope you're doing okay. Happy, healthy. If you're in the UK for the next week, just take care of yourselves because it's going to be a bit of a nightmare heat-wise. Um, we've all gone a bit mad this evening, but we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, go forth for the rest of the week. week. Get loads of comics, read loads of comics, make loads of comics. Thank you very much for listening whenever or wherever you did. From Dan, Tony, Matt and myself, have a brilliant week. And uh, what should they do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Yes. Like a barbershop quartet. Yeah.